This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. It was sloppy. I expected to have him on an hour, had him on seven and a half hours. Oh my gosh. We're all, all right. What are we doing? Keeping, keeping people on the show forever. Oh yeah, yeah. Poor Sly. He he just he 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 almost didn't make it out alive last time he was on. <laughs> that was almost the end. Uh, hello yeah. and welcome to Aetherite Radio. We missed the Sly. <laughs> hello, hello. You live here now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week's prisoner is Pook. Uh, Pook, I hope you've brought enough supplies. Prisoner. You're gonna be here for a while. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. If you should next join me today, we've got Zen, Aldino, and Rook, and of course, our guest, Pukajutsu, which means, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode. It, it has happened. been it has been a it long time coming. Poor poor Pook. He, he you lost two oxen, um, lost I believe. Two oxen during the wait. I, I, I'm sorry. It's, I feel personally uh, responsible. Um, I hope little Timmy's doing okay um, after the loss. Um, Long, cold winter, waiting mm -hmm. for these void quests while Fusion was trying to get all those leveled. And your final class, Summoner? Was it Summoner? Uh, Well, Summoner or Scholar, right? Um, And and I approached it. I'm like, I don't really want to heal. And then I was playing Summoner. I was like, eh, I'm going to do Scholar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So I I did. I don't think anyone actually plays Summoner. Summoner is just kind of a, a guessing game the entire time. Quietly, all do you know comments thoughts. I no. love Summoner unironically. I just, I'm just, I'm I don't just think stupid. people should not be playing it. I just think that when you play it, yeah, yeah, it's just like uh, this is not a joke. Lit up. That one's lit up. I had somebody recently ask me while I was live, "How like do you have tips? How do you play Summoner?" And I went. Oh, if you'd asked me this in Stormblood, I would have had to refer you to like a 20 page essay that had all sorts of weird contrary things. I was like, I'm pretty sure now you just like hit the stuff and then it's like Bahamut Phoenix, Bahamut Phoenix. (laughs) And like dots, dots, dots. I I think that's it. Yeah, if you just want to get roulettes and things, yeah, it's, it's not that hard. But yeah, optimization, screw that, man. And make the, uh, make the red mage, uh, do the resing. (laughs) yeah (laughs) well you know ultimately right i was you know i'm like well i'm probably gonna do the last 10 levels in like boja right and it's like even if i'm not a great healer heals are always nice there so i'm like i'll just switch over to scholar you know and it was fine so it was you know instead you know get a little experience on a healer right so Mm -hmm. anyway uh we're gonna jump into that in just a second real quick though uh, I know uh, Zen is, is needing to do this. Anybody listening right now, if you have not done your Valentine's Day and Little Ladies Day quests, you have until uh, the 8th. So it's coming up. So if you haven't done it yet and you want that little little Moogle thing or the little other Moogle thing, better get on it because it's going to be gone. If you're listening on the 8th, go! If you're listening on the 9th, sorry! Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you haven't gotten your yeah, little hat. I haven't hat, done it yet. I looked yeah. at the outline and was like, oh, it's the 8th? I thought it was the 5th. I still have a chance to do this. Still didn't go do it. Yeah. I haven't done it either, Zen, so you're not alone. Yeah. I, I really liked the year where they had that little couples maze that you could do because mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of like a cute little fun thing. 
So like this year when it came out and I couldn't wear the hat because I'm a Vier, which I was <laughs> maybe already being salty about before the podcast even started. That's a whole uh, other, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also because I was going like, well, there's not really a special thing for it. And they kind of combined them both this year. So, I mean, it's nice to get the cutscenes in your log because those don't repeat. So, I mean, that is a little bit of story or lore or tidbit that you do get, which then, you know, kind of stays in there that you can revisit. But otherwise, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on with that this year. Which is, which is a bummer. That this particular uh, set of quests is actually the cutest one in a while. Mm. So if, if you like the holiday events and you haven't done it yet, go do it. I'm going to be completely honest. I did do them. I don't remember anything about them. Oh. So. I've, oh, that, that's I've, actually setting us up very well for a discussion about the Void quests. These, they, <laughs> see, these I do remember because okay, okay. they're good. They're very, very, very good. Oh, okay. So since we're getting into that, this is kind of a spoiler cast. Yeah, uh, so so technically we're going to call this a lore cast because it's going to be a dive onto some lore stuff. Lots of spoilers, right? Um, well, so when we did the other ones, we didn't make those lore casts. And if we don't have Moose here. Yeah. I mean, I, I I already it's in the it's in the the title okay, okay, thing. Okay, I okay. I have the little the little the little Aramon up there above Pook. Yeah. It's just kind of like stalking him. I mean, you've um, had that on episodes before where it wasn't a lore. I'm just kidding. Don't take this from Fusion. <laughs> Fusion was ready for a lore cast. Fusion wants the lore cast today. What's up, Pook? We're gonna do. No, I'm touching the, the Aramon. Oh, he's covering. We're gonna do our best. <laughs> You're like trying to like puppeteer cast. it by just shoving your finger just like right up his butt. You're just. <laughs> That's not how that works. I don't think how, so. do, do, wait, how does the Aramon puppeteering work then? Void magic. Crap. Black magic. I just, yeah. I'm just imagining Pooh going like this the entire show. Look at me, I'm a void mage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wound is fresh. How dare you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, New job. I mean, here's the thing, though. I believe, I believe in us. I think we've, you know, maybe played some of this game a little bit, and we talk about it, I don't know, like on occasion. So I think we can do this. I think we can get some lore. I think we can dive into it. But yes, this is kind of the culminating quest of culminating quests of job yeah. quests. Of, so it's something where if you really want to do it, like Fusion said, yeah, spoilers. But at the same time, um, if you're not going to put the time in or, you know, you just kind of want to hear some discussion about it at this point, And maybe you need some incentive to do them. It's a great time to sort of. Recap. Yeah, there's, there's definitely some some big uh, throwing wide of the gates uh, that you need to do in order to get <laughs> to these quests. Ha! Remember that was there's a thing. Um, huge, huge huge list of requirements to get to this point. Like yeah, uh, not only every role quest, but also the warring triad story. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So if you have oh, not done these, mm -hmm. yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely worthwhile. But uh, you know. Right up front, we're going to let you know. Spoilers. So if you haven't done Warring Triad, if you have not done all of the roll quests, uh, this is your time to back away slowly and go do them. All right. Uh, so real quick before we jump into act the actual Void quest. So um, you need to do the you roll quest for another caveat these. for you. We have another caveat. We, we just It's something I think that we need to, to bring up because there's, you know, there's the different roll quests, but there's one specifically. Um, that really, really, really ties in uh, to these role quests, and that is the caster quest. Um, so basically, um, you you know, just like all the other ones, you find somebody over by the bar in the Crystarium, and they're like, "Hey, I want to look into you know 
this this cardinal virtue, which is one of Arbert's uh, Arbert and friends, uh, you know, warriors of light. Right. I like how these adventures all start basically in a tavern, just like our first adventure. <laughs> well, does. any any D and D adventure can. Yeah, there you go. That often does. It's the classic meeting place. You go ask the, you know, the innkeep, the tavern keeper, the barkeep. You do you have any rumors, barkeep? You go yeah. and you yeah. meet new people. You go I, out on a mission. Barkeep just leans in. Well, let me tell you. And the barkeep, have... the barkeep is the NPC from the one yeah. you know cinematic, so mm -hmm. it's even more fitting for. Well, it's. I mean, framework. it's it's the same barkeep, and then Ardvert's party is is the mm -hmm. CG. I mean, they, they are, but they're not. It's just, it's so good. Um, so, um, basically the caster quest obviously is going to deal with the black mage, um, uh, Nylbert, who is now, uh, known as, uh, Phronesis. I will continue to call him Nylbert. Yeah. Nylbert works for me as well. I think mm -hmm. that avoids confusion. Um, so he's been going around in Amarang opening these things called hollows, uh, nobody really knows what they are other than they're these weird black floaty orb things that suck people in and then nobody ever sees them again. So they're not good. Um, and so they're like, we need to, you know, obviously the cardinal virtues, right? They're, they're always causing issues. So we gotta, we gotta put an end to this. So you decide to observe, uh, Nilebert with, with, uh, your, your new buddy, Sarig, who's a, uh, a bounty hunter. So you go up, you see him open up a thing and then he just kind of walks on. You're like, let's go, let's go, you know, you know, let's go see what this is. And then us being us, the the warriors of light and darkness, we hear a voice. And Sarig's like, what? Like, you're crazy. What's going on? And so you're like, I am going to channel my Aether as a beacon. That just seems like the appropriate thing to do. Mm -hmm. And out pops this kid named Tanner. And you're like, oh. Okay. This is how this is how babies are made. Koji and Oda are like are like, we could do magical storks, but, hmm. and hear me out, hear <laughs> portals me out. from the void. <laughs> I got I to gotta call back to, to being a caster and actually using your casting abilities for once in a cutscene. It's cool. It's very cool. Love yeah, that was a nice play. touch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, eventually, you have Tanner. He doesn't really remember a lot. He remembers his name. Um, but through the quests and the power of the Echo, um, you find out that he and Nilebert, uh, it's pretty crazy. Basically, our, their, their births were like products of arranged marriages for the specific purpose of being able to summon portals to the void. They, like, there was just like this weird group that's like, hey, we want to do this. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I, I mean, if you're going to be opening portals to the void, I mean... I think it's very like void cult kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know, Koji's uh, like, I want the lambs of Dalamut on the first, but like, maybe but like, like void base, voidist cult. It is interesting though that this sort of sets up that possibly like magical aptitude may actually have some sort of tie into like lineage or genetic, mm. you know, like uh, mm -hmm. you know, sort of genetics within that. Which is, I mean, the fact that they sort of. I guess it really bred children or, you know, mm -hmm. sort of bred this lineage to be extremely skilled with magics, but particularly with void summoning is interesting. And right. that like power or that cultivation of power has a sort of direct connection to that, that, I mean, 
I don't, I'm trying to think if there's any other places in the game where we've seen them sort of mention that before, outside of just like various nations that were very mm-hmm. skilled or I, powerful I in magic. I don't know if we have, but it, 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 I think it draws a nice line to the idea of, you know, like primals and essences, right? right. Where I think, I think you can make it work. You know, it makes sense, I think, going from that angle. All I can think of is the opposite. Garleans just can't. Exactly. Right. So that's what I was thinking. Right, yeah, that's the only other place. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people can do things, some people can't. Some people can wear hats, some people can't. Some people can use magic, oh my some God. people can't. Moving on. <laughs> I would wonder I would wonder if this has anything to do with the the Ronkins as well. Right. But it's mm. obviously not that strong. Because uh, yeah, we learned about what's her name the uh, the mage who was a warrior of light that we found out about. That's yeah, and yeah, I can't remember the ex- name, but that she was, was extremely thing. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the old you know also she was in the role, but, though, right, right. Hmm. No, that was uh... no, the no the she. Oh, she... No, okay. She, Got yeah, it. It, it was more uh, uh, whatever was focusing on Raktika, but she got a mention. Um, with 3.3 3, um when they were in the when they were in the um the cabinet of curiosity talking about the warrior of light um they're like oh yeah we've had these before like you could say that this person was one and this person was one and that was the the mage from mm-hmm. right cuz we went there with uh, Yeshtola and the Viera and yeah. did that little puzzle thing because one of them yeah. you know messed with the ruins never yeah. mess with the ruins uh, don't do it get- What's her face's Ronkin cure or whatever it was? Oh, I see. What you're oh, saying. yeah, that was actually that yeah. was yeah that was a uh, in um was it Giot's story? Giot's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Lamet. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's a lot. I mean, yeah. like all the story stuff is really good, but then like you get to the void quest stuff, and you're just like, it's so it's <laughs> so good. We're getting there. The We're getting there. Built ones have that too, yeah. So it's it's great that it all. It's a, no, it's a little good. side story that makes sense for it to be a side story. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you learn that they were basically born specifically for this task of opening up these hollows that they call them. Um, and in an echo, you see a flashback. Tanor and Nilebert are opening up a hollow. They succeed, uh, and Tanor gets sucked in. Oops. Um, so we pull him out years and years later, right? He hasn't aged at all, which is crazy. Um, obviously things have happened with, with (laughs) Niall Burton, Ardbert and company since then. Um, so the idea is, okay, we, 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 everybody is like, we need to stop Niall We need to, you know, let him, you know, put him at ease, put him at rest. Um, so Tanner starts to train, um, himself so that he can kind of manipulate the hollows a little bit. Um, so to deal with them, right? Because uh, the last thing we need, if we're trying to, to fight Nilevert, is just getting sucked into this little little mini black hole that he just uh, mm-hmm. pops out of thin air. So he works on that, um, and then we get the flashback with Nilevert, where he joins Ardbert, and we find out that basically his kind of mission, right, with this this whole adventuring thing, was to find a way to bring Tainer back from the Hollows. And that's why his his cardinal virtue is just going around and opening him up. So he, you know, maybe he can save Tanner, which is sad. And it worked. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. It was, I think, more us than anything. But uh, yeah, we definitely gave the assist at the very least. 
Still, yeah. if he hadn't yeah. opened up that portal. Yeah, it's, it's not like we could just, you know, go to the void anytime we want, you know? Yeah, I actually hadn't even thought about the fact that he does, thanks to our intervention, actually accomplish the rescue that even, like, post-death he's still mm -hmm. trying to complete. Which is a really kind of bittersweet, but, you know, it's like, that's so great to see that theme again of, like, trying to save somebody and that even being something that he held on to through his transformation. And I think it does lead really nicely into the actual Void quests as well, which have, like, a bigger kind of scheme about that, too. Yeah, it's always... Uh, the, the, the the cardinal virtues and what they act on is always so sad because mm -hmm. it's that, that, you know, that mission that they're just... Even in... I, I don't... I would say, not, not death, but, like, sin eater... Yeah. I don't, you know, death, death I guess, death, yeah. like, it's just, there's that little thing that they hold on to, and it's just like, oh, once you, once you, like, get to that part in those scroll quests where you find out what that is, you're just like, man. I think it's interesting, and maybe you guys don't agree, but uh, the caster quest was actually my least favorite of the bunch. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it is interesting that it is the one that kind of feeds directly into the next series of stuff. Mm. So it's like, maybe that's why it was the least interesting. There was more to it. Hmm. That's funny because I actually thought it was one of the most interesting yeah. because of this, yeah, like this figure that seemed to be somebody of note and this, you know, like the sort of theme. And it felt to me much more, maybe, maybe because it was like casters, casters, right? Mm -hmm. So it really felt like one of the ones that embodied the spirit of the class the most, right. if that made sense. And it, that's thankfully because they don't have to compete with like a wide slew of things that right. fall into like a physical category or things you know it was is casters yeah the theme was just uh it was it was more contained because yeah it's casters it, of course it's my favorite i play a caster but it was because of that kind of deep magic lore that i just want i want more of i want to know why we can open these i want to i wanted void magic so yeah so as we're talking about this just, just remember that these came out before we got the reveal of uh, the classes or, or the jobs that we were going to get. Just remember that this was before. I still yeah. want like some confirmation <laughs> that the monsters in the Amdapur dungeons are senators. Yeah. I mm. well, I believe there was, I believe there was an interview or something though that said that they weren't because I always thought that too. Mm -hmm. And oh, I yeah, was she's always, right. she's right. There, there were like the. I always thought, oh my gosh, they must have learned, like, the, yeah. the ancient mages must have learned how to corrupt, like, Aether to the point that some of their own or people that they even captured in, like, the wars, they mm -hmm. turned into these eternal guardians, which was such a cool thing, and I was like, wow, that'd be amazing. But I do believe there was actually an interview, and I, I don't have it off the top of my head, where they confirmed that they weren't, that they were actually something more akin to golems, that like may or may yeah. not have been like may or may not have been based off of the aesthetic of like yeah. this, of this isn't gonna right. help a lot but i i specifically remember that in uh the second encyclopedia they had updated um text about some of those uh okay, okay. entities <sighs> I can't remember I mean, what it was, but it, it, I, I think it was more Gollum based. Yeah. It makes sense to me that they would be. And the fact that like you could use that kind of transformation magic almost as like a paltry version of the sort of guardian right. forces of Emerot is really fascinating to me. So it is one of those things where maybe, you know, maybe 
from the perspective of lore, they mm -hmm. believed them to be something akin to golems in, in world, in canon. But knowing what we now know about Sin Eaters, I mean, maybe there is some extra discussion. Oh, Zen, Zen's there, over there busting out the Bible here for us. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, make, it makes sense if they caught a glimpse of it that they right. made these columns based on what they saw. And okay. not, not necessarily those things. Um, yeah, because I'm seeing it in chat as well that uh, inspired from beings of a transcendent plane. Yeah. Which would literally be any plane of light because we mm. know that Void Scent are actually just from, you know, a void world. Yeah. Do you guys like, know where it would be? Oh, someone found it in the I think Taro found it in the lore book and posted it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so they're inspired by it, which is interesting. I mean, there's so much possibility with both, mm -hmm. like, the War of the Magi. I mean, and then also seeing this stuff with the Void and the Sin Eaters and all these different things, because what those ancient civilizations may have touched upon without even realizing, right. I think there's so much potential for them to explore there. And it is interesting because I didn't even think about this until we started discussing. But each of these role quests... Like we were saying, the fact that each of these figures has kind of held on to something about themselves, even though they've been horrifically changed, is sort of an interesting tidbit that I could also see them using as a lead-in to being able to do something with, and of course we'll get there with these void quests, but mm -hmm. possibly saving people that have been so far corrupted. Because That's actually why I go on this, this tangent, because yeah. the void was a world of people. Mm -hmm. Like and everything that we fight in, like say Void Arc, those are actually people that were transformed and transformed and misfigured from it, from what happened to the world falling. Mm -hmm. Um, but I believe that the cardinal virtues retain their drives and their memories because of the mm. the crystals. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I actually this was the, I was having a conversation on Twitter the other day because somebody asked like. Why do we still have the job stones? Not understanding that the job stones in lore actually hold the memories of the techniques we use on the job. Exactly. Ah, like, rocks so useful in Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is like the fourth different instance of a crystal or a stone in game that's holding memories. It's the same mm -hmm. thing we're doing in Bajda. It's the. It's what we were doing in in Eureka to do lost actions. Mm -hmm. It's just like here's a rock with a memory in it. Um, <laughs> it is interesting, though, because when it comes down to Void Scent in particular, right? Void Scent do still seem to have some kind of sentience. Mm -hmm. And so. I've been thinking, this has been something that's been on my back burner for a while that I've been thinking through, right? When we have Sin Eaters, they're almost transformed into stasis mm -hmm. because of the nature of the element as we've learned about it, which, again, is more stasis aligned and, and that sort of thing. But we do still see hints kind of of who they were i mean um oh gosh what's her name ultimate sadness right at the start Tesline. Tesline, yeah. even in her you know imagery and things and in some of the abilities does seem to have a tone that feels distinctive to herself some of the other characters to some degree as well and you know the the great first sin eater who then goes out to express all these forms of love mm -hmm. through the creations that he affects but with Sin Eaters, we don't see as much personality because, I mean, I think that the element itself is affecting them. Right. Whereas with Void Scent, which has the darkness, which is supposed to be an active energy, almost seems to make the beings themselves more frantic, active. 
I, but it does, they don't seem like people's motivations. You know what I mean? They are malicious in spirit. They seem to be, you know, real mean jerks that murder people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do wonder, and I mean, obviously, right, we know that time flows differently across each of the the, the stars, right? Um, but I, I wonder if it's due to, like, saturation? Like, they've mm. they've been exposed longer? I mean... Potentially, cool? it's an interesting theory. Like I don't know that 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 would make a lot of sense too. I mean, because I mean, we 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 do have uh, we've seen um, you know talking about. And I feel like we just talked about him not too long ago. Um, Madison from uh, Sestasha, right? Where there's that kind of like almost over tempering, um, right. and so maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, and sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Aldina. Oh, I was just going to say that it's kind of like these, you know, it's a bunch of axes, right? You know, like, pot, you know, light goes towards stasis, but dark goes towards uh, activity. And then you have the elements, so you could have overactive Earth or underactive Earth, you know what I mean? So we have this kind of double, you know, this double axis. So yeah, it could be that some of these are, you know, some of them are predisposed to action or not, and that might that might be why Madison is, you know, void and water. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and Sayel is interesting as well because <laughs> there's so many yeah. things with her that are really interesting, but tip of the iceberg yeah. here, right? I mean, with her having been one of the sort of heroes, you know, as we find out mm -hmm. and we'll get to here in our recap, but being one of the heroes essentially from the void and the world of darkness originally, when she comes over here, she does transform herself, which is the fight in the Savage tier, uh, mm -hmm. E10S. That's the fight against her after she took on this, you know, darkness aspected form, which feels very similar to things like Isail with the Echo mm -hmm. turning into Shiva, these sorts of things uh, that we've seen Shinryu and the fusion that kind of happened uh, with Xenos. So she herself seems to be herself again, <laughs> but. Right. There's a lot to be sort of, I think, dug out, and we should probably keep going with the recap because I think a lot of that will help give context for this. Asians, right? Asians. No, there's just a lot that I think we're sort of building on to lead to something where in the past when we'd have these discussions about is it feasible to go and save a plane that has been completely corrupted mm -hmm. like this, initially we had no way to say yes. Now we don't have a firm yes. But we have the and stepping stones that I think... Even the Asians were like, this one's broken, uh, we can't do anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so um, at the end of the roll quest, uh, Sarah invites Tanner to join him in his bounty hunting. Kid doesn't really have any family or anybody else, so it's like, hey, let's just we'll bounty hunt. You know magic and stuff, it'll be fine. Okay, kind of like an adoptive father. It's, it's kind of funny. You, you you have a little back and forth during the quest about, like, I don't know how to take care of a kid. and mm -hmm. But it, it all works out. Um, That's okay, so he's a really old kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, look, he looks pretty good for, for what, uh, 100, 110, something like that? Let's yeah. say, yeah, like 112. <laughs> <laughs> do doesn't he, in the Void quest, say something about him being conscious during all of that? So it is kind of like yeah. he has aged... Just like yeah, Nikolai, but they they also do mention that you know the the passage of time is different. Yeah. So it's I, who knows? <laughs> it's infinite and also. So he's only like fifty six. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. 
Well, we'll have it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> split, split the difference. Uh, um, so once we, we get all of the real quests done, right? We do You do your, your melee, your tank, your healer, your DPS, your caster DPS. Um, we learn that uh, basically the barmaid, Syella uh, at uh, at the Crystarium, the one that's, you know, serving all of these real quest NPCs, right? Um, was, in fact, uh, Silva. Um, who is the elven companion uh, that we see in all these flashbacks with Ardbert that we don't really hear about, right? You have all of these things. You you know you you talk with this character about this character. Who's who's the who's the elf lady? So you know it's kind of funny because like doing the first roll quest as I'm playing through Shadowbringers, I don't think much about mm. there being same her there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's just like okay, so they they they. They, because I did, I did the, I, I was, I was machinist, so I did the physical, uh, mm-hmm. role quest first, and she doesn't like have much dialogue or any yeah. dialogue. I think in that one, she just appears in yeah, the cutscene. So I'm like, oh, it's a background character. It's like the same thing they do when we're when they tell us that like we bring all along other, you know, we bring other mm-hmm. adventurers with us when we do stuff that requires more than one person. And so I didn't think much of her. And then when I actually went back and started doing the other role quest, and I kept seeing her, and I'm like, what is, what is up with you? They just, they just <laughs> show, like, the bottom of her face. Just like, give that yeah. little... Yeah. And you're like, okay, something something else is going on I here. I definitely recognized her, because she has been prevalent in cutscenes and stuff mm-hmm. before. But mm-hmm. because they never make her the focus of any of the quests, I'm the same as you. I was like, all right, she's there. Whatevs. She's not important for this. Mm-hmm. And she... Mm-hmm. I think I think that was definitely something that de- they did on purpose. So later on, they could be like, "Here's her story." Punch. Oh, no, b- yeah. By the way, um, I love it though because her influence and the fact that like when you complete Shadowbringers, really honestly, you're not done with the story. Mm-hmm. And you might think it because it feels like, oh, this is a thing that's kind of set on its own plane, its own kind of world. We're gonna get a little bit of you know, oh gosh, what was it in World of Warcraft? Out the Outlands and everything, outlands, where it's yeah. like, oh, I just pop out to this place, and yeah, stuff happens, and then I just go back. But there's so much to still discover, even just in the way that, like, from the actual just base game release of Shadowbringers and the way that they built these quests, you could tell that they'd planned. We've brought her, but you know, Al, do you know when he was prepping for our D&D campaign that's on the first notice this? I noticed this while I was farming fates, but there's all these wolf enemies in various areas. And if you're like reading the little tidbits on the fates, it talks about the Shadowbringer. It talks mm-hmm. about, you know, what she did before all of this. There's all these layers of story on the first that are so good. <laughs> and it's really fun to go through this and start almost like you are going back through history, piecing right. it together bit by bit, which I, is a really neat thing. I, I, I mentioned this before, and I think it, this this is exactly, I'm gonna, now that we have the context to talk about it, it's going to be really hard for me to see any of these side stories that happened in this expansion being treated as side stories. Right. They all end in ways that have a very lasting impact. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Pieces even the Eden story, yeah. like the yeah. Eden story, opens up the empty, the rest of the freaking world, like yeah. you know, like yeah. and um, and so it's it's gonna be. I, I I don't know how they're going to move forward with this, or if this is something they might come back to, right? 
a couple expansions. I, th- I the think road. they they will, and and <laughs> we still have the whole Void Quest to talk about. But real quick, I think um, the way that I see this, like, because we've been talking about this right since Endwalker was announced, even before mm-hmm. then. You know, are we going to go back to the first? What is there to do on the first? Well, I mean, there's like the empty, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Uh, after the end of these empty void quests, recreation. Mm-hmm. After the well, you know, you say that, but the if if you finish Ishgard, you do more quests about that. We might even just get more Ishgard reconstruction because they, they do the go in and talk yeah. about yeah they talk about or fixing up the broom. Yeah. Um, and so I I can't help but wonder if these if these void quests and what they're leading to is six point one. That could be right because we know and, uh, Endwalker is just that's it that's the end mm-hmm. they're not drawing it to six point three it's just it's done new thing I think this is gonna be this could be the oh, new this thing one hundred percent the new thing. And, like, I think that'll be even more confirmed when we get to the end. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever they're going to do with this, this has a lot of huge connotations, right? I mean, we have heard about these mentions. They've had these characters that they kept around forever. And the new ones that they're introducing that are only, like, solidifying these ties to the Void mm-hmm. and the World of Darkness and all these different things where we're kind of going, like, this is not just some distant place right. anymore. We have actual connections to it and Sayella is a huge one finding out that yes she is the shadow keeper but not only that like you know this will be our next actual story beat to touch on but you know i was gonna say we keep we keep dancing around this there's just so much to talk about because otherwise we get into in walker speculation because i'm just like oh no i'm like how does how does the hydaelyn and zodiac story end and keep the shards separate i what I and I don't, I don't want to go into that speculation, but yeah, it's the last. That'll be like a, we'll be here for seven hours. It's the last chapter of the star, the original star. The next chapter is the shattered ones. We're gonna go help them all. That's what I think. You know, like we're gonna we've helped the first. Okay. We're gonna go maybe to some other place when we're done talking about these. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. like the new world in Maris City, yeah. like oh yeah, fine, go off to your other yeah. shards. That's fine. jerks. Um, okay, so. So yes, uh, surprise, Silva is the Shadow Keeper. Um, if you're like me, you may have finished up Eden, and you get to E10, and you're like, who the hell is this? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is, yeah. Who is this? Why do I care? Um, She's, the which, She's the Bark Knight. Bark Knight. The Bark Knight. <sighs> mm-hmm. I was... I, I don't even know. I think when we first got into it as a static, I think I, think I went into a little bit of like... Oh my god, I love, I I just love it. I watch yeah. the cutscene. Mm-hmm. I don't watch cutscenes, at least because I've already seen it in the normal, you know? I'm not going to watch it again. But I was like, nope, this is my jam. I was waiting for it. As soon as we I saw the so wolf. so confused, too. Charles oh. is like, this is such a good fight. And I'm like, I hate this one. It's my yeah. least favorite. I don't, I don't understand. understand. I don't get it. And then yeah. I went through the void press. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, that, and, and and that's something we'll talk about, I'm sure, once yeah. we get through not all this. Not going to get into that, but... <laughs> Um, so yeah, you find out that, uh, Sayella, who was Silva, was the Shadow Keeper. Um, so basically, she came from the 13th. Um, she came to groom young adventurers into Warriors of Light to kind of, you know, get the first ready for a rejoining, because she was in league with Asians, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, you know, she confronts Ardbert and company, and he basically can't bring himself to kill her which would have been kind of the final thing and because of that 
you know, we've got Mitron, Logriff, Flood of Light, mm-hmm. all this stuff happens because of this, which is just... You betrayed me, but we're still friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so that happens. So, um, obviously, this is years later now since since the confrontation with Ardbert. Um, and she asked... Yeah, hundred. Um, she asked you to return the crystals of Ardbert and company um, that you get at the end of each of those roll quests to her so that they stay on Norfrant because she's aware that you've left. You know, she, she kind of knows what's going on. So she's like, well, I want them to stay here. Um, so you but talk they were with... they my friends the whole yeah. time. Right, right. Them. You know, all the, all the things we felt were real. Yeah. But also, I was scheming behind your back the entire time. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting, too, and important to note that, like, this cycle of what the Asians has done has repeated in so many different layers, right? Mm-hmm. Because the first time that we meet the Warriors of Darkness, they have come to our world, you know, like, to try and save their own, which, as we know later, they are the Warriors of Light from that world. Mm-hmm. And Silva, I believe it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Her initial motivations coming over were because their world had already been consumed by darkness, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Asians yeah. manipulate them into thinking, if we go and we do this, then there's a chance that, you know, um, at some point, life in some way could be saved, even if the people we knew were right. failed because of yeah, us. Yeah, a lot of this was a lot of this was going around as a vacuum salesman door to door and yep. telling them, <laughs> if you if you if you do the rejoining, at least somebody will live. Mm-hmm. And he did. He's that was actually his mo, and he's done that multiple times. And like Silva and Una Calhai's story is that Elizabeth showed up after the world had already fallen. Like they didn't even get a chance to save it. Yeah. So it was more. It was even more motivation. Yeah. Spoilers: Una Calhai gets involved. <laughs> well, <he laughs> I haven't does, gotten to that yet. That's, so cool. that's part I mean, of what makes these quests so good. They've been setting him up as having a connection to this for ages, which again is amazing. It's so cool. But I mean, this sort of repetitive cycle, right? Um, this we have to protect ourselves and, and, you know, try to fight for ourselves at the expense of others is something that we've seen a lot. This, you know, world against world, individual against individual. And what I think is really powerful and really lovely about Ardbert in that moment saying, I forgive you, is that that is a huge first step to, you know, we have the rejoining as a thing, Mm -hmm. right? But I think there's also a more symbolic rejoining of people that have been, you know, fractured between these worlds who view them all as something that's distant and far from themselves. But when Ardbert says, like, I forgive you for this betrayal, it's looking beyond just who they are as individuals or as, you know, individuals who've been pitted against each other for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. And instead extending this camaraderie, you know, this this truth between them, where even though these things happened, um, he chose instead to try to heal or accept or forgive that rift. And I love it. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like it takes her ages (laughs) to, I think, learn that lesson. But part of why these quests hit me so hard is because like you do see her in retrospect. And she even says, like, as we keep going with these quests here on our world, none of the Warriors of Light worked together. We were all fractured. We knew Mm -hmm. of each other, but none of us agreed to work together, and our world fell. And 
I just love the way that they like worked in all these layers of storytelling with her and her character beats because I think it really does set her up that anti-hero journey into somebody who is becoming a hero in her own right because of the actions of others. It's like, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so and good. It, it goes even farther when the Warriors of Light from the First come to our world. They're sort of, like you said, they're doing the same thing as her, but in the end also end up going, we can't do this to mm-hmm. you guys. What were we thinking? And you can't, I I can't help but wonder if, if they're, at least Ardbird in that moment is thinking back like, ah, so this is what that was like, Scylla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Silva asked for the crystals. Um, and you talk to the other role quest NPCs because, you know, they've all been invested right in the story of these uh, characters. Um, and then we get what is probably the closest thing we're going to get to a Hildebrand cutscene in Shadowbringers. Uh, they all get drunk. Some of them just pass right out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, eventually, yes, they give all of the crystals over to, to Sayala. Turns out the, the tank role quest uh, NPC cannot handle his uh, no, not at all. drink. Not no. at all. I thought that was such a cute touch. Yeah. I loved that, like, each of the different characters... I mean, because you do all of the... Again, you do all of the role quests independently. But it was, like, one of the first scenes where you've seen them all coming together. And I, I just had, like, goosebumps because I was sitting <laughs> there I watching the, them. I love that this series of quests is basically about us building our next uh, trailer party. Mm-hmm. Our trailer cutscenes party. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we need a new one. Oh! Oh my yep. god! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, no that's exactly. No, joke. I love that idea so much. That is exactly what hit me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, these are like new companions." And then I had this moment where I was wondering, like, "Is this going to be the ensemble for future adventure?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Shit. Be... I know, I, I know. So I, I mean, I have no uh. idea. I think no matter what, we have an idea that at least like Anukali, Silva, um, oh, oh. Tainer. I always remember his name by calling him Tainer Swift in my head. (laughs) But there's stuff with Tainer as well that is a like, "Mm, okay, mm, all right, right, but we'll get to that. Um, But I think they are definitely going to be figureheads in the future. The other ones, I don't know for sure, but even just seeing them come together, I mean, it was so nostalgic. And there was this moment where I was like, this is what we're all like when we start out in a journey in like an MMO and see new friends. We all take adventures together. My brain is just thinking of Taylor Swift songs now that I can just incorporate like (laughs) void and references into now, and it's just yeah, because you got you got got Taylor Swift cast there, so like yeah, yep, yep. Now we got Carlos. Okay, I'm done. I will I will shit a brick if the next time we get a trailer, (laughs) it's expanded and those characters are in it. Just bricks. I will build that a small house amazing. out of the bricks that I shit. Um, well, here's you know, here's I the want... thing, though, right? If that's if that's right, six point one R, we probably wouldn't get that. But what if they surprised us and then Next at the time. end of six point oh, yeah. the six point one trailer, the story, and six point one is a new story. Do we get a trailer for it? Because that would be amazing. <sighs> yeah. yeah, it'd be so fun. This is also I just such it. a like a little silly side note. But I did appreciate, too, that, like, I mean, so much and so much media, you do see that, like, we all go to the bar or the tavern and Mm -hmm. we have a drink together. But I did like that they had at least one character who, for whatever reason, was like, I'm going to abstain from alcohol. I only say this 
because I myself drink and I, I have no problems, but like for a period of time, my partner wasn't able to because of medication that they're on. And it was something that was really awful for them to like constantly see these things mm -hmm. where it's like every social interaction has to be entirely around like alcohol. That, <laughs> that tank NPC was me. <laughs> no, just take one swig. All right, fine. And then and he's on his ass. Yeah, that would have been me. That's me. That's me. Uh, but I just, I like seeing the attention to detail and characters. Right. And I, 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 I love that, that they, nice. I appreciate that they went full Hildebrand with it. They just, <laughs> they made it completely ridiculous. And I, I appreciate that. And in an expansion where we've had, what, one random RNG cameo in a dungeon for Hildebrand. Yeah. I still uh, haven't seen him. I haven't either. Well, no. Really? I think I've I, seen I, him. I, I, I may have seen him once. Uh, I didn't, I didn't even know where to look until Charles told me recently. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone told me, like, in a roulette, they're like, hey, go over here. Look, Hildebrand's here. And I'm like, oh, that's where he's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, random person. Yeah. Um. All right. So you give the crystals over to her. Uh, you're just chatting. And she mentions another lost soul from the 13th that she kind of knew, uh, who was also working with Elidibus. Ukulele. Young, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Huh? Oh, ukulele. <laughs> no, yeah, that was the thing ukulele. that we used to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, Una Kalhai, for those that use real names. Um, <laughs> Who would not do that? Me. I don't use this right? real name. No. Definitely not Zen. None of um, us here. Yeah, and so we're like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we're. All right. <laughs> You got it, you got it. It got into his head I'm in the done. middle of a sentence and he I was just, just like, you son of a... I don't, I don't even I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry, but I'm a little... No, sorry. no. Please keep going, I, I, please keep going. I'm yeah. so, we're so sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep us on track. Um, so we learned that Salah and Unakalhai were both uh, people kind of working with Elidibus, right? They were all kind of in on things together. Again, didn't really work together with Unakalhai. Um, you know, he was like a coworker in a different department or mm. something, right? They didn't really do anything together. Um, and with Elidibus now gone, she kind of theorizes that he's probably over there twiddling his thumbs, wondering what to do with himself. And I'm thinking, I mean, not just because Elidibus is dead, but he's been over there for a while, just kind of standing there, just uh, biding his time. Going back to him after every major quest, seeing if he had new dialogue. Yeah, yeah. He did. Every he did time. after five point three. He did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, she's like, Hey, next time you see him, can you just like give him a little, a little pat on the back? You know, Say things hi. will be okay. Give him a little support. Uh, and so you're like, yeah. Huh? Who didn't immediately go to him once you got to that quest? Once you were on that quest and it was like, Hey, go talk to Unakalhai. Did you do anything else? No, no nobody did anything no. else. Oh no. 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 It's like, she's like, Oh, if, when you see him next, it's like, yeah, that would be right now. Oh, raids in five minutes. You're going to have to wait. No, I was, going even, I was even tempted to jump out of my FC so that I didn't get any distractions from just leave the FC right. by. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> wow, I, I, wow. I got Una Calhoun to talk to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, immediately everybody goes and talks to Una Kalhai. Um And I, I love the the way that they handle these the, this next beat. Basically, it's like, yeah, like, you know, I'd like to talk to talk to her. Let's just put me in a spirit vessel. You guys did that. It worked fine, right? No big deal. Hey, hey, Uriange, can we do that? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then you just show up at the Crystarium and you talk to Beck Lug, who knows something about souls. And he's like, excuse me, you did what? 
<laughs> you can't just you can't just you, do this. You do it. Well, we did. Please take the boy out of this rock. Um, I mean, I think some of the justification <laughs> in this is that he technically is. I mean, okay, yeah. we've been through everything with the Scions to do this, so we have, like, a general idea, and the vessel's already prepared. And, like, technically, he is what the Warriors of Darkness were when they mm -hmm. came, which is that he had, like, abandoned his physical shell, and, like, what the Assians do. He, is he's, like, Assian adjacent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's, like, Assian adjacent, so it's maybe not as much of a risk, because he's not, like, leaving a body behind. But I did love when Becklug's just, like, you did a what now? Oh, hold on. <laughs> hey, we brought somebody else over. <laughs> Worked for um, Amelia. He uh, said throw wide the gates. What are we going to do? Like, you shouldn't have said it. That's your fault. It's not up to us. You should have talked to uh, Graha about that. Yeah, so so when we do this, uh, Rianja's like, yeah, we could probably do this. It shouldn't be a big deal. By the way, at some point, he's probably going to need a corporeal form. We'll just We'll just drop that flag in there for later. That hasn't come up yet. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to. We know what's going to. Um, so, um, Unukahai and uh, Sela end up chatting. And they're like, you know, I wonder if we could just, like, save the 13th. That'd be something fun to do while we're just, you know, sitting here at a bar serving just ale. a little bit of fun. Let's just, we'll just, you know, save the, save the void. Um, and I love... <laughs> This the the humor of this quest, right? You start off with like the crazy like drunken drunken mm. uh, adventurer cutscene, and then it's like, oh yeah, we'll just shove him in a, a spirit vessel. It's fine. And then you get here, and they're like, like we couldn't just go to the thirteenth. And you're like, well, actually, I mean, <laughs> I've kind of been there already. Been there several yeah. times. You're like, yeah. you're like, yeah, Becklug. There's a the throne. We can just there's a portal, and it'll be uh, great. He's like, no, 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 no. We're not no, doing no, that. No, We're not using that. Uh. -uh. Um, and so, uh, we go and talk to Tainer, right? And this is why the caster quest is so important here. Uh, Unakalhai and Tainer talk about opening what they were calling the hollow, which is basically a void gate. Mm -hmm. Um, and Tainer says, you know, he was manipulating them before a little bit, right? After Nilebert was summoning them, but he can't just like make them himself. And you know, he needs help. So Unakalhai uses Nilebert's crystal to draw on Nilebert's memories, and together, uh, Tainer and Unakalhai are able to make these portals. So, there's this cutscene, there's these, a couple they little quests friends. where they, they they make some, right? They get a little bigger, they get a little bigger, you fight off the voids and they come through. Um, and then we have this this great idea what we're going to do here. We want to see if, if we can save the 13th. So we need to do some recon. So we're going to get a Porksy. <laughs> Because porksies, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna make a nice sized void gate, and we're just gonna throw the porksy in, and then we'll bring it back, and we'll see what it recorded. We'll see we'll see what info it got, and then we'll analyze that for maybe years, and uh, we'll 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 do some stuff after after that. There is and something important in in all of this, though, that I did want to mention. I mean, there's so yeah. many important things. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> one of the first things being the, like you were saying, the like, wink, wink about, oh, but you don't have a body, but you'll need mm -hmm. a body. And then as you get into them actually doing this casting together where they're trying to open up the hollows, one, they both have purple eyes. So yes. I just want to put that out there. Mm -hmm. um, two... They also mention that it's like, oh, it's so weird. It's like we've known each other forever. Yep. It's like we're just instantly BFFs or maybe 
shards of the same soul. Yeah, <laughs> I do get the feeling that I do get the okay. feeling that Tainer is the first, I the mean, first counterpart to Unicalhai. I mean, having having them kind of like do a, do a fusion ha dance like. It's better than like my thought of like, could you like take a poke scene? <gasps> oh, you know what? Actually, yeah. that's another way that it might. Be yeah, because I was thinking it was Nilebert. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Oh my god! I was thinking it was Nilebert. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. See, I thought it was Nilebert at first as well, but what? the fact that both Tainer and he have purple eyes, which well, again is just like such a visual thing. That's a thirteenth yeah. thing, though. Yeah, but also there's the matter yeah. of the fact that they. they Nalbert and Tainer were both bred mm. to be void mages. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't even, so I don't even maybe remember what color purple eyes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, it seems to me like a merging of their souls. Yeah. Would make more sense, whereas like Nalbert's body. Yeah. Is like is is I mean I guess it was technically preserved for a while because mm -hmm. of the corruption, but like I. I don't know. I think they could go either direction with yeah. it, to be honest. But it is kind of interesting because with our earlier discussion, this has made me wonder a bit more about the large scale kind of lore implications. Is it possible that like they were breeding, right? So they're like, you know, they've got this lineage and these mm -hmm. arranged marriages and all this kind of stuff, right? But is it possible that like some of that was some kind of indirect connection to like a lineage or something that was somehow connecting parts of shards like this okay i'm trying to put together my thoughts <laughs> yeah. on this so bear with me but <laughs> like if we did have somebody that had an aptitude on the first for things like the hollows and then they had a reflection of themselves on a world that was mm -hmm. consumed by darkness are they themselves more somehow inclined to open to portals open portals or darkness or things like that because there is almost an echo that like connects an them mm -hmm. an anchor or like these yeah this like these bits of themselves that have fractured off that would somehow like give them more of an aptitude to this i mean of course theoretically that is... yeah theoretically everyone has that though uh yeah at some at some point in time everyone has their soul exist on every shard like, but maybe right. the blessing of light you know, is that okay? If, you okay. Know, you know, mm -hmm. maybe. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's also a good point about the fact that Tainer doesn't have the echo that we know. That Unicalhai does have the echo. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think my, my my biggest question, if they merged, is is you know we got like Gogeta or Vegito, like who, which name, oh how God. are they going to order? <laughs> oh my god. Right. We have like Tainer Calhai. Like what do we? Say, Taylor Swift and Ukulele. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. A totally random dumb idea. We already make uh, fairy bodies out of clay. Mm -hmm. Could we just make a little a little guy's body out of clay? Well, Give see, that's what hair. I was yeah. thinking before before we started yeah. talking about them being shards of each other. What if just because fuck it, why not? What if we just make a porksy <laughs> for Una Kalhai to take over with a corporeal form? You need a body. Here's a porksy. I don't want him to be a porksy. You can make something. Oh, I don't a either. Yeah. You could make something other than a porksy. But I do think there are several possibilities, right? I mean, yes, it could be that Niall Burt, and then you get to see their friendship again, which would be real mm -hmm. cute. And that'd well, be adorable. It could be go. that they're shards. It could be that, you know, they're going to create some sort of body. Um, but all of this said, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, saw, I, I saw the light bulb over there. 
You're if, probably going to say if, what I'm what I was going to yeah, say. What if his Go. his body's still on the thirteenth exactly. in stasis? We just cleanse oh. it and give it back to his him. His body's still there. Technically, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, a new Kali? Yeah. 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 That's true. That's very possible. I mean, What's unless his body in uh, the source. Uh, what I would, what was, I would say, in stasis forever. Yeah. Again. What I would say is they're the light wardens on the the void, and we would cleanse them and then give him his body back. We can't give the others their body back, but we have his. I mean, that would be kind of a reversing other 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 but... random thought that's popping into my head now, right? Because mm-hmm. they both have purple eyes, right? We've <laughs> yeah. we've, we've mentioned that special eyes. We've we've mentioned how basically marriages were arranged, like they were very specifically like created. Mm-hmm. What if they are of the thirteenth? What if Tainer is of somehow get family tree? Oh, right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I mean, he may not know it, yeah. but yeah. There's a I mean, lot they've, of they've, they've, they've done alligator royal blood before. Why can't we yeah. do thirteenth right. uh, yeah. lineages mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, yeah. The fact that they have used in the past eye color as you know yeah. an indicator of oh yeah super they have. I, I hadn't even thought about that when I said that. Yeah, no that yeah. yeah. I mean, Perfect. it's a good. I think it's uh-huh. a good point or possible evidence that yes, these two are connected somehow, or you know there is yeah. some connection in a greater scale with that purple eye. I want I want I want to go way off into mm-hmm. crazy speculation land here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. The right. Al- Allegan civilization was also formed by Emmett Selk. He he mm-hmm. says that he had his hand in the Allegan civilization as well as the Garleans. Correct? Yep. Uh <laughs> yeah. Our, I don't our, remember our, that specifically, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um The reason the reason I bring this up is are these mage family lines Asian family? Right. Shh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> At I this mean, point, why not? The cult needs a leader. Yeah, you know, what better I, leader than him itself? Um I mean, it is really it is mm. really interesting. And the fact that like they are tying it somehow to bloodlines mm-hmm. does seem relevant. That does seem important. Um, the fact that we've seen that theme kind of reinforced, and you are right, yes, there definitely were mentions of ancient Amrat being manipulated and mm-hmm. and almost guided by the Asians. That's where I believe some of the summoner lore and things come yeah. from with the like the actual symbols. There's been yes. a lot of interesting discussion about kind of like the symbols that appear around your book as you summon being very similar to almost like the face plates of the Asians and you know, the fact that they were kind of taught their summoning magics actually by the Asians through the yeah, Amorot. it's kind of creation magic, <laughs> I'm sorry. kind of. I'm saying Amorot, but what I meant to say, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, Alligan. Yeah, Alligan, yeah. Alligan. Um, right, but like, did, where did Mach come from? And is yeah. this the and is this the analog to the Mach is basically where mm-hmm. I'm... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mach is fascinating because that is white magic, right? So we would assume that there may be... And this is something that we've had a lot of talk about. Will we ever see... Like, no, Mach is void magic. Amdapur was the. There's too many words. Amdapur and Mach. Okay, so Mach, yes, which uses void magic. Amdapur is what I was trying to talk about. I'm getting too excited, so I'm mixing every single civilization together into one mass. Um, (laughs) She's trying to create the rejoining. Stop her. (laughs) Amdapur and the white magic is also really interesting on the other side of this 
Um, because we have seen those two forces pitted together in actual civilizations mm -hmm. and those like white magic teachings and things. And yes, like where did, like did mock because of weird time things between the planes? I'm sorry, I keep saying mock, holy cow. Did Amdapur <laughs> see something of the corrupted world of the first and that's this transcendent plane that they thought that they saw or is there something more? Um, there have been makes a lot of sense. About, yeah, but like, if we have the Asians and we have Zodiacs tempered, then mm. like whatever happened to Heidelin summoners? And like, that's something that's also- We're gonna find out, we have to find out! <laughs> yeah. Kind of an, an interesting thing, especially when it does come to these representations and or meddling of various, mm. you know, like it's, it's, it's interesting. And uh, even the like parts of those civilizations that kind of split off or continued to be practiced or the elementals which are a big source for white magic there's just a lot of interesting questions about right. like how does this all come together you know i mean ultimately if we can if we can solve one of my biggest questions uh plane 5.0 was mm -hmm. look i have all this light in me what if i just like hop over to the void and just throw up over there <laughs> would that just fix things i want them in some way to answer that question <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, this is just, I, I, now I'm thinking about, like, the whole body thing and thinking that we just, we just learned how the Amdipori made their golems and just shove Unukalhai in an yeah. Amdipori golem. There yeah. we go. Just put them right in there, it's fine. We're just gonna, <laughs> now we're just gonna go on, like, an hour rant of, like, what kind of objects could we put Unukalhai in for a corporeal form? <laughs> I mean, I Corpses, definitely we got golems. I mean, Listen. I definitely think there is something, though, with, like, having a sentience, right? So we know that, like, your mind, mm -hmm. as, like, an ethereal force, I guess, your soul, if you will, does have, like, a separate kind of existence from a physical body. But we know that physical bodies also have their own kind of ethereal composition. And necromancy is kind of a thing that does not seem to actually, again, bring back true life. Mm -hmm. And as far mm -hmm. as I know, we don't have any examples. I'm trying to think through this, and please, somebody hop in if you can think of one. Um, we don't have any examples of, like, an inanimate body housing a soul successfully. My guess is that there has to be some kind of tie to, successfully, like... Successfully, no. Mm -hmm. No. In, like, the alchemist quest, I think yeah. he does... He does get her soul back in the body, and she's just a doll. I mean, we know that Emmett Selk has created clones, so it does mm -hmm. seem as though the ability to mm, make physical true. bodies that can be inhabited exists, yeah. but, mm -hmm. like, most people do not seem to have that knowledge. Like, yeah. so, so I don't so know do if we put him in an inanimate object is the, is the essence yeah. of it, because I think there's something tied between the soul being able to sustain and the ethereal it's composition. It's funny, of the though, that they keep bringing it back up. Like, they started with Alchemist, and then they mm -hmm. had uh, Philomene's boyfriend who died super early on, uh, and yeah. they had uh, her boyfriend the whole time. Finally remembered her name. Um, <laughs> she eventually had to let him go, but they keep bringing up that whole, like, trying to reincarnate people, it's not working, and then they're sort of working up to, like, we're actually learning how the soul works here. Maybe we could start with that mm -hmm. so the, really the end for all the people who've been trying and failing so the oh, end oh, of, and not of... Even that. Uh, ada ada also <laughs> tried yeah. yeah it's a thing yeah. it's a thing ada, yeah um now i'm just imagining the end of 5.0 or at the end of 6.0 
we're in Garlemald or something. Uh, we hear that Una Kalhai is having uh, corporeal form issues. Mm-hmm. We just happen to walk by a closet of Emmett Selk bodies. <laughs> like, oh, oh let's grab one of these. Well, you know, I, can we just, I mean, I mean, Xenos is our best friend, right? He's our yeah. friend. Can we just oh, yeah. not ask yeah. him if he's got the research? I yeah. guess that is a, a case of a soul successfully going back into the body. That's a really yeah. big glaring. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, but, but again, it was animating an inanimate yeah. object at any yeah. time. Okay, okay, it okay, was, okay. you know, it's it was not stored. like a soul inhabiting a robot or something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, she is, she is flesh and bl- oh, the weapons are interesting actually to toss into that mix. Yeah, because mm. you're right, but it requires the catalyst of a yeah. living body. Yeah, Which it I stores it. It, yeah. it like the soul itself couldn't animate the mech, or else they would need the pilot. What about the guy who uh, was researching and giving people false echo? Uh, the he had that stuff. machine that was like soul extraction. I remember yeah. specifically his line in my yeah, head. You can, <laughs> we're saying, yeah, you can take a soul out and put it in a brick if you want, but yeah. that brick's not going to be animate. Yeah, That's yeah, what we're yeah. So you could put it in a robot, but it wouldn't move. I'm just saying, like, yeah. this stuff is all over the place. Yeah. I, know, I mean, it's, it's like, pretty it's like they're building up to it, right? Yeah. And the only thing that we know that does seem to be able to, like, hold a soul for a long time is um, a rock. Is the rock, but it's... <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for exactly? Oh, Orsite? Uh, Orsite, yeah. So, like, Orsite has... Dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Orosite seems to have a property, but again, it's not, like, a body that is animate. Yeah. It's, it like, a thing that's holding, yeah. So, it's interesting. I mean, I do feel like, from what we know currently, our boy Anukala is going to have to be put into some kind of living vessel. But right. how that is sort of done, whether that's animating a dead body via, you know, <laughs> um, our old sad dead friend, or uh-huh. it's, you know, merging with Tainer like we have with Ardbert... And we know from what we've seen with Ardbert that he's not completely gone. Like, we get these glimpses and moments and our, you know, our essences seem to be combined, but there does still seem to be some lingering imprint of who Ardbert was in us. Uh, so, I don't know. There's some interesting things here. And yes, this mm-hmm. proxy that goes off that then, yeah. as you pointed out, Fusion, that has this line that's like, it will take us years to figure out mm-hmm. the ethereal composition of the void. We leave, come back. It's been years. That's how timelines yeah. work now. It's been years, and they're grown <laughs> up now, and they're yeah. all adventurers. The way mm-hmm. you, the, uh, the more I think, the more I come up with just tiny examples, like the person uh, who's like an old mage who's in the the one young researcher's body from uh, the Crystal uh, Tower. Noah in uh, in Mordona. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another example. Again, it's a living person that they yeah. hopped in, but fucking uh, what's his face? Your favorite boy. Emmett Selk? Grahatia. Grahatia. I got two favorite boys. The stinky yeah. one and the good one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Grahatia. Grahatia! Yeah. I, I hate to do this in the middle of a show. Can I step AFK for like five minutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. We'll miss you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, Grahatia. slick. <laughs> it was good. Grahatia does, again, merge. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're kind of like, oh, I'm really nervous about this. And I guess mm-hmm. there are probably some things to be said about, yes, the unique individuals merging into one. And, you know, is a sentience actually destroyed or are they, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's it is a whole complex issue. But, um, yeah, I could see that being a thing. And 
obviously they've left the door open on this with the mm-hmm. void. And I mean, T- Tanner and, and Nalbert, especially if Unakalhai is Nalbert, they were best buddies forever. They could share a body. It'd be all right. It'd be okay. Yeah, pro- it's probably. Fine. <laughs> especially if, if consciousness is merged. It's fine. They could just... Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, I don't know why I feel like I lean more on the side of uh, them being Tainer mm-hmm. and Nukali being shards of the same soul. But I mean it's it's mm-hmm. an interesting it's an interesting thing. I think there's a lot of possibilities. All of that to be said though, this is a future expansion. Right. Oh yeah. We all feel like the I think the the issue that I have with it, right? And <laughs> it says it, Pook it, is the void now. Yes. <laughs> Pook's gonna come back Pook's with completely. purple eyes. Um <laughs> I, I, I right the the way that they're building it up the lore impact of this is huge right mm-hmm. but also at the same time the requirements to get into this are pretty up there in terms right. of like a casual player um so uh, I don't know like I mean that's part of why we haven't talked about it um mm-hmm. even when we you know we had our 5.4 review with Pook and we you know talked about everything uh, these void quests were 5.4, but because the barrier to entry is so high, we didn't talk about them then. Because mm-hmm. um, you need, again, right? And it's, it's not so much the um, the warring triad stuff. It's that you need to do all the roll quests. Yeah. I'm not a tank. I'm not a healer. You know, like everybody plays what they play. And so to have this as a requirement to get into this story, which also, in having some of this background, makes the end of Eden so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Gatekeeping well, all of this, part. yeah, yeah. I mean, gatekeeping all of this knowledge. Yeah, at one point, right? You you need story as a reward is good, mm-hmm. but this is all story that shouldn't have been gate kept um, as it was, yeah. and so obviously this is going to be huge going forward. But how do we get into it? Are they going to drop requirements? How is this going to change? I, you know, I think would. that's my question. Yeah. I think that they would drop it because you don't, you don't actually need to do all of them. You, you need to do one set of them to just get the kind of understanding that this is happening. I mean, next expansion, you know, you don't want to be spoiled for the other role quests, right? That's probably what they were trying to do so that they didn't say you do it's, one. It's hard though, right? Because it's, it's not like, all of, I mean, yes, all the role quests lead into this, mm-hmm. but ultimately the caster one is the one that yeah. you, you kind of need, I think, to, to help weave into this. But I, I, yeah, I, I don't even know more, I mean, yeah. yes and no. Like, it's, it's one of those things where I kind of view this more as something that they did simultaneously because, right, mm-hmm. we have Endwalker, the first thing that everybody says, and you see it in every chat of the live streams, of the announcements, in the discords, any single person who sees this. Is this the end of Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen? No, Does it's this the walker of Final over? Fantasy fourteen. It's like they've had to say over. We're just not over walking over. after this. Yeah. Yes, I mean they've had to say over and over again. No, this is the end of our ten-year story arc we're in now. But the game is flourishing. We have more. This is you know we have a new sun that's rising after. So to me, this felt like them again. We've talked about in the past the way that they so cleverly designed story by leaving these open doors, right? Mm -hmm. So this felt like a way for them to push the door open much wider than usual for people who wanted that time, effort, and energy. But I don't think you need to have done these quests if in the future they decide like, 
this will be this, you know, the stuff for our next expansion or whatever after we do Endwalker. Mm -hmm. I could see them just being like, this is just where the quest starts. You don't even have that other one as a prereq. But if you wanted more information about how these people got together or whatever, you could go do those quests. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we have these characters and they just give you some little recap in the cutscene. And then, you know, like, right. I mean, the other thing mm. uh, I wanted to add is it's not just these quests that uh, are what for some players are, are influenced to do uh, multiple jobs to get to these quests. There are other things that they gave us. There's not a lot of things, but like the mm. Yamuro mount, for example, is another reason mm. somebody might want to level all of the jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I do think it's one of those things where I agree because this is such exciting stuff and it's so big, but a lot of people won't even know that it exists. Right. Which is also why we wanted to do this cast on it because if you haven't been keeping track of these quest chains and you haven't done the meta quest and all the other stuff, like you're not gonna be looking out when they say, oh yeah, now we added another yeah. bonus quest, but also you have to do warning try. You know, you just aren't looking out for it. So it is pretty big stuff. And it's, I mean, this is huge, right? The fact that we have, one, opened successfully mm -hmm. a portal to the void. Two, we have people that are from it who want to try and fix it. Like, these are all, like, like really big things. Three, we have a cure now for tempering, even if yeah. it's not extreme tempering. Like, four, there's all this stuff I mean, that they are setting up for it. Yeah. I, you know, if he said, who's going to give you quests on the moon? I don't know, but I know who's going to give me quests in the void. You know, like... <laughs> you know? Now you, it's, it's pretty easy to go. Okay, he can't say that next time. Back to the void myself, by the way. Sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome oh, back. Sorry. No worries. Okay. I but, did see know. a chat, and this is one thing that I wanted to just mention. Yeah. The question: Do we think that uh, Rain and Gaia are going to be involved in something like this or in future story stuff? Well, they they do talk, right? There's that that little uh, you know breadcrumb right at the end of these where you where you're, you're talking to Sayala and you basically mention, oh hey, by the way, remember those Asians? Yeah, one of them is still kind of technically around. Mm -hmm. um, and, and she's like, friend. oh, do you... yeah. Do you... yeah. She, she, she's like, oh, do you think she'd make a good like bar wench or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, maybe no. not. Maybe not. <laughs> but 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 there's that little little mm -hmm. nod there right yeah i could see um, him getting involved i mean Maybe. it's super important too because the connection between gaia and silva mm -hmm. is and nuclei is huge yeah. because yeah. she was one of the original ones that brought them over to this world mm -hmm. so if she has reclaimed her memories which is you know like the entire arc of the raid series has to do with what fixing a land irreversibly <laughs> corrupted and imbalanced has to do with, uh, I mean, even, gosh, the Sin Eaters and the true nature of how the, they were changed, um, mm. which could also, in reverse, apply to something like a corruption with the Void Scent. Um, you know, it has to do with the fact that she is one of the original uh, Asians and that she now has, you know, had her hands on both of these two characters that are important. Like, there's not super clear-cut ties. It's not like we actually see her show up and she's like, mm -hmm. I would help with that one day. Like, it's not it's not anything like that. But does it make sense? Because Reen and Gaia are pretty massive figures and Gaia's all about darkness and Reen was all about light. And, yeah. like, them being involved with rebalancing this? Yeah. I, I think, yeah. you know, talking about that more, I, I hope that they don't do something similar with what they did with Ardbird and Minfilia. 
Like, I, right? I mean, you could easily just take this new group with Reen and Guy and just go over to the 13th and, hey, we did the thing. Like, I hope they don't do that because it's like we've done that before, right? Um, we've also had Guy talking about trying to figure out how to hop dimensions, though. Mm-hmm. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I, You know, I think it, it just makes sense. Like, it would be weird if they didn't, right? I think that that's where we all could mm-hmm. positively say, I mean, speculation aside, it'd be weird if they didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're pretty big characters. And that's the thing, too. I mean, I don't really get the sense thus far that Rain and Gaia are going to play any parts in the culmination of Heidelin and Zodiac. Probably not. But at the same time, with them being sort of representatives of the polarization, mm-hmm. like, they're is something there that could be explored but it seems more likely to me because they are really big characters and they are characters that they spend a lot of time developing our emotions like specifically reen gaia Mm -hmm. of course i think you kind of do take a journey with her um but you know reen in particular is such a big character who develops her own identity in person and all of this importance and hair color and hair color that it and would be really surprising to me if she doesn't show up in some sort well, of Well, I mean, and that's line. that's that's the discussion that we've had, right? Is looking ahead, do we go back to the first? What is left on the first, right? Um and yeah, we have the empty so week now. Yes. Yeah, and and it's it's weird because it's like, okay, we're going to finish up this this 10-year arc. Does that involve the first? Maybe? I don't, you know, I don't know. Is that 6.1 we go back to the first? Oh I'll God. be really curious to see how they like, uh, get these combat. things involved. Because right. they're not just going to like introduce like an entirely new shard mm-hmm. and be like, okay, that's one expansion, we're done. We're never going back. Yeah. Like, I, There's still stuff there. So I don't... Be, I'm curious how they do it. It would be an awful waste of space, like the line from the movie Contact. It, that's, that's one of the whole reasons why when we were talking about D&D, I was like, the first. There's so That Porksy they sent into the void just recorded eight hours of static. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> But yeah, that's why I want to do the Blair from Blair Witch Porksy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I won't lie. All Porksy, all Porksy, Porksy just nose dripping into the camera. I am so scared right now. Oink. Um, (laughs) All Porksy jokes aside, I think it really is exciting the idea of going to the void because. With the first, we had this really specific story, right? We get there. There is a last bastion of of civilization that is holding out against this overwhelming force, right? And that's really fun because you really identify with their plight. You really feel with that struggle. You feel like the stakes are so much higher because there's only so many people left and this world is about to be destroyed. And then after that, we have the sort of you know, fixing and reclamation and how do we help all of the different peoples and the nations and the land itself. But I love the void as a setting because this is a place there's nothing left as far as we know. And the idea of going there is actually super exciting. I don't know, just for me, maybe for everybody, I have no idea. Because like when you think about going there, it's not going to be this last bastion. It is going to be, we think, a wasteland unless there has been some group that somehow managed to hold out. I really don't want 6.1 to just be like... They just took Shadowbringers and hit, like, the invert button. Yeah. Like, exactly. I really don't want that. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, we need to get in there and, like, you know, make it better. And that, like, I want to do that. But I don't want it to just be more of what we've already had, just mm-hmm. with the void. Right? Yeah, they're going to have to walk a line there. Because there is that duality that, of course, they've been showing constantly. 
and yeah. and they can't you know trip over that that trap there there's gonna have to be something that that is fundamentally different and maybe the fundamental they, difference is we don't swear, have any yeah they love maybe to play with dualities in in 14 we don't have any help like maybe the ah, difference ooh. is there's nothing to help us it's just us doing that while going back and forth you know dealing with other threats maybe that would I be a difference that's so interesting and as well because in you know like we were saying in reverse with the void scent right mm -hmm. they have personalities so when right. you think about like if you're going over there, it's not like we're just going to be in, you know, some sort of blank canvas where like nothing interacts with us, but for it to be a wholly hostile land right. where, I mean, maybe you are almost, I mean, we just don't know like how saving it looks, right? Mm -hmm. Do you reclaim certain areas and then start rebuilding civilization? Do you, I have no idea, but I agree with you fusion in that. I hope it isn't too much just like copy paste of the same journey. Mm -hmm. But I also think that because of the nature of the Void Scent and perhaps some kind of Void Scent civilization that we right. know there's like hierarchies of sort of demons or anything yeah. it seems like, like that would be something that I think would create a really different landscape than the first experience, which is where we are dealing with people, some of whom maybe are monstrous in nature because of how the world has made them. But, like, dealing with monsters and trying to find their humanity would be really an interesting sort of reverse, I think. Pixie we did, uh... The planet. Huh? I said Pixie is the planet. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have, I, have, I have feelings about... Uh, they're not even Void Quest feelings. They're just about the future of 14 feelings about... Um, the whole summoning of Zodiac and then Heidelin interrupting a cycle mm. because when you think about it like the Asians, they didn't die they just they just you, you kill them they go to the void they come back or they go to a void mm -hmm. they come back you've got these shards of people who were amora teens who as far as we know go to the life stream and then those energies come back mm -hmm. maybe not with the memories intact that's what separates the you know, the Asians from everyone else right now because they're more complete and they possess the ability to remain whole. Mm -hmm. um, I just see, like, whatever the, the sound and whatever was happening to the original, you know, the source back before it was split was, like, this extinction event mm -hmm. that they avoided. And I see, like, this, this, this loop yeah. that's happening. Wouldn't it be nutty... Um, if the thing that they've been trying to do this whole time to uh, rejoin the worlds is actually just like a shard of that extinction event every time. Right. right. See where it's like, where it's like rejoining the worlds. What does that do? Does it just, does it, do, does it break the loop? Does it just, does it actually undo the event? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that what, what has happened right now has undone the loop. Right. And by putting everything back together, they would put us back in their loop of the extinction event mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. i hadn't even thought because there's always this discussion right about heidelin and zodiac being in conflict and that like heidelin does this thing to zodiac and mm -hmm. it causes this split but i didn't even think about the fact i mean we have this noise we don't know if it's an entity we don't know anything about it like it seems as though many people are kind of leaning towards it being some sort of actual thing like a physical tangible force creature entity whatever it is right um that affected this somehow but we don't uh -oh. actually know like what like 
if everything split, did yeah. that entity get split? If right. everything rejoined, yeah, 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 yeah. Did it rejoin? If like, you know, yeah. are, is one of the things that's actually keeping the worlds safe right now, in a sense, the fact that they are divided? Yeah. Um, and did the Asians even know this? Like, that's a huge thing. No. Did they, in their time, figure out what that was? Did they, in their years or their lifetimes, ever figure out what happened? I and highly who, doubt it. They, they've been spending this whole time just trying to get back their friends that died by smashing everything back together. They don't know what caused that thing in the first place. Right. And, I mean, and they never talk about it. Yeah. And then, like, we got the upcoming raid series, this Pandemonium, and it's tied to La Habrea somehow. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, is this, is this the cycle broken? Is this the afterlife? Is this the underworld finally? Like, is this actually literally a little, like, is pandemonium being used literally here? Right. Uh, yeah. Because there's the connection with him and Mateus, the emperor from two and his palace of hell. And like, you know, like, yeah, okay, what are we doing here? Have um, we discussed mm -hmm. about uh, the fact that you could refer to a, a terrible cacophony of noise as a pandemonium also yeah that too yeah like the yeah. Key. yeah yeah there's a ton of different like possibilities and parallels and it is one of those things where as we continue to sort of examine right the the big questions right so the void quest themselves set up something that does seem to be future x-pack material mm -hmm. going to the void but in order for that to happen it does mean that like people have pointed out in chat like we've talked about the shards would have to still be split once this Heidel and Zodiac conflict is reconciled. So mm -hmm. why keep them split? We know that it, uh, and in just like a surface level, there are a lot of sentient individuals that exist right. who are their own people, right? So like bringing them back together and restoring the world as it was is perhaps saving a long forgotten group of people, but is killing other sentient, like, you know, like there's that greater discussion, which is totally valid, right? But, you know, there has to be more reasons to this. Like, there has to be something more that caused this. And with that as well, like, we have so much of that sentient life that was already annihilated in things yeah. like the Void and mm -hmm. like the other great calamities. So if we go to those places and fix it, what else are we going to be dealing with? Like, are they going to completely do away with... um any of the sort of ancient world lore? Is that all going to be rectified here with Heidel and Zodiac? Or are we going to deal with Heidel and Zodiac and then have some sort of larger thing that still carries connotations of the origin of right. the whole thing? I don't know. I really, I really think, you know, to me that the ending of this chapter is, okay, so that conflict is over. Now we're dealing with the aftermath. We switch over to, all right, so we know why it happened. We know how it happened. We know that it's never going to rejoin because we stopped it, finally. Uh, now, what do we do about the people who are in trouble? You know, like, now it's our, our goal to help them, maybe. That would be a cool way. Also, it, it would lead to going to... What I would love to see is another shard that figured this out, too. Ooh. That would be really cool. We're not the only smarties. Yeah, that would be... You know, you open up to the multiverse, and we all know, especially about right now, how cool a multiverse would be. It'd be cool, right? Yeah, there's a lot of good alternate universe. Yeah. I mean, it does feel mm. like though, we just we just don't know. Right. I mean, they said that there will be like the dawn of a new arc. And while that sort of like healing is in and of itself, yes, a mission, I don't know if it's really an arc. 
right? Like we need some kind of tension and mystery and build up and, and something, you know, which of course you can have on a smaller scale with each individual place. Mm. But I do wonder if they are going to move into something that is again, kind of more like an episodic thing where yes, each expansion kind of features a different world and it has its own struggle and stuff. Or if we are going to see some sort of new large scale plot rising up. I mean, there's that. They're, they're, they're not gonna, yeah. We'll they're, probably get the void, and then after that, it's like, we've done it twice. We can't do it again. <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's something with Silver Tear. I mean, Silver Tear. Yes, like, oh, if we don't get an answer to that. <laughs> it, yeah, but the thing the thing I've got going on here is the fact that there, there, were, there, was, there was the source and 13 shards. Mm-hmm. And then we know from Heidland that we've failed seven times, and the, you know those seven of those have been rejoined. One of them is light and one of them is void, which means there are only four worlds left we know nothing about. Um, is it literally just going to be, you know, visit visit this world for an expansion, visit this world for an expansion? Oh, There's going to be... I hope you know, not. Yeah, like... They would, you know, they would have to put in Maricidia, the new world as well. That, right, and, and that was my big my big thing, right, when they announced that, oh, Shadowbringers are going to the first. And I'm like, but we have places here that we haven't seen yet. Like, what about the new but world? Like, I mean, they yeah. could do something where as you visit each of those worlds, sort of the thing is that, like, you are rejoining fragments of yourself, and then that brings you to some kind of culminate, like... I feel the idea of that, though, is something that would end with 6.0, though, right? That idea of Heidelin, Zodiac, and Shards. But obviously they can't, um, unless they're going to go, like, full-blown, like, wow cataclysm on us or something, right? They're not going to rejoin everything. Like, that's the only other thing is, like, because we're talking about, you know, the end of days was mentioned. And, like, this is the, this is the reason I'm going on this tangent here is... Does end of days give them a reason to actually revamp the ARR zones? Sure. Like it could. It definitely could. Please yeah. do not calamity me again. <laughs> I yeah. That ha- that having been said, if they were going to do that, they wouldn't have spent the resources letting us fly in them. That's yeah. that was my That's yeah. That was I mean, my they might do some things kind of like they've done with the towers, right? Where like mm-hmm. if you're at X point in the story, visually certain aspects of maps look a little different. But I can't imagine them doing something like, oh my gosh, what is it? Dalaran's got like four different versions yeah. or something. Citizens like- of Dalaran, raise your eyes to the sky and observe. <laughs> Which expansion am I in? Is Dalaran in the ground? No. Okay. <laughs> All of WoW. <laughs> and, I mean, that actually does cause a big problem. And I think 14 has been really conscious about this, right? Like, it causes a problem for new players who are in those zones to start because with those different instances of things, they're not mingling with the rest of the population. So it's like, I can't see them doing something like that where we'd get like different instanced versions. I also can't see them doing something like changing the world forever so that new players don't like you know half of gridania's on fire and that's just mm-hmm. how it is now <laughs> like, enjoy yeah i don't i can't imagine that but at the same time it, is it and was it exciting to see ishgard reflect the journey that we've taken even to some degree and to change yes because the world does need to reflect some of the huge stuff that's happening you know exactly so i hope that they can find a way to do it and, I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe down the road one of those X-Packs is going to be something like a revisit to, you know, the original world, or I don't know. But it, it is interesting to me that, um, I mean, they okay, kind so of are building... 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So we split the shards again, and anybody who wants to say who they are, stay on one half of the shards. And anybody <laughs> who wants to be rejoined goes to the other half of the shards, and then we shove those back together. <laughs> so then there's 15. Yeah. Or we yeah. just we just uh, we just uh, what was the <laughs> what was the one that Marvel did Battle World? We'll just like yeah. just everything. We'll just smush it all together, oh and it'll gosh. be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's delete, delete, it. erase, erase. Well, Jk, Jk. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. There, there's there's going to be like three different Thancreds, and uh, yeah, no, it's oh. it'll be fine. Crisis on Infinite Hydalins. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, just like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's that that kind of, that 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 stuff is in right now. So yeah, yeah. it's totally just like, a little bit chic. <laughs> it's in vogue, if you will. Yeah, I don't think there they'll ever let us fully rejoin with our other selves. We'd be far too powerful. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe that becomes kind of the grand finale, right? Mm-hmm. That like you become ridiculously powerful, and then maybe you're able to kill whatever that thing was, or yeah. like. You transcend and you truly become a god, which would be dope. You know, yeah. you know that uh, the part in the Warrior of Light fight where you get the the different like symbols around you and your party members like mm-hmm. coming around you. I initially thought that was your uh, other shard pieces from the worlds that mm-hmm. have been rejoined because it's the right number. Right. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where you know. He said, what, it'll bring the stars to you or something like that? I can't remember the exact Yeah. Um, it's like, hmm, hmm, did they just accidentally explain why there are eight people in a full party? <laughs> well, oh I mean, gosh. how about this? Then you put your tinfoil hat on, I'm going to put my imaginary tinfoil hat on now. You go between all the shards, you get your pieces back. Then you become mm-hmm. so strong, you can actually use that ability. And when they say you bring the stars to you, you go to the dragon's home world. Yeah. You travel through space and time. I, mean, I like that... how your your hat's like. <laughs> mine's like mine's a little bit like a Robin Hood. It goes front mm-hmm. back. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like that Rook's hat is pretend because she's Viera. Uh. <gasps> how could you? <laughs> so one of those things. That was it, that was like... amazing. Bird back. One of the sickest burns I've ever been subjected to in my entire life. <laughs> and two pocus. <laughs> almost the eyes. You're right. <laughs> it is almost the wow. eyes. Wow. Thank you, chat. How dare? How very dare? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, wow. I mean, don't. I, mean, I don't think. Don't be sorry. That was the most amazing thing amazing. I think that yeah. has yeah. come out of this conversation. <laughs> Residual like f- side side burnness aside, like very clever. <laughs> if, you, if you ever if you ever want to see a channel grow, make sure to make clips of moments like that. <laughs> oh, I hit the marker oh. button. We're good. We got we got it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of possibilities. I mean, it is. I think a big. I think a big. Other I'm really glad you've recovered so quickly. Like, I'm trying really hard to piece together the shattered fragments of my soul so that right. I may continue as one whole being. Um, I do think a big, a big thing that will be telling, right, is whether or not in this next expansion. I'm curious, just how everybody feels, but whether or not in this next expansion, wrapping up Heidelin and Zodiac again means wrapping up 
everything to do with the stuff we learned about them. The fragmented shards, the, the, you know, the world, the history of Amarat. And if we're going to be moving on to something that is, again, just completely different. Now, the fact that it does seem like from these void quests, we are going to the void does make me think that, like, those shards are still somehow going to play a role in this. But yeah, Eldina, whether it's cleaning mm -hmm. up or whether it is something that we discover, you know, right. there or we, you know, we don't really know at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, there are things like Silver, uh, Silver Tear Lake. I mean, the dragons, they they have a whole other possible shenanigan. Allegans that maybe got in a spaceship. Yep. Maybe the moon reveals something about that. There's a lot of stuff outside of the universe as we know it that's still available to mm -hmm. be a totally unique quest and arc. But I don't know what they're going to do just yet. From just these void quests, it does feel like there's going to be some more cleanup, shard visits, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But... Yeah, or Maybe or or, you know, at, at six point one, we were like, "Hey, let's go check out uh, the Porksy update," and Backlog's just like, "Yeah, no, they're 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 screwed. They're boned." Yeah. Oh, so okay, cool. I'm gonna go back to the source and go to Maricidia yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be. You know, it could be something they that wouldn't do that. They wouldn't yeah. give it like that setup for. Oh yeah, it turns out there's actually nothing we can do. Oh well. <laughs> They might skip one. They might. You know? That'd be amazing. I would. Their teeth had a good run. Yeah, it could be that we do, and we get to six point one, and it's New World of Maricidia, and we go back, and they're like, "Dude, this, they're boned." And then after the end of seven point we go, "Wait, no, we found a super porksy, right?" And so, <laughs> super pork. What is a super because, porksy? Because you know? we fixed tempering with a porksy, so we find an even better porksy. Is it like a? Is this, is this like a porksy with a cape? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, constitutes a super porksy? Yeah, and then, and first, then, everyone then, prays for a porksy. So wait, are you saying are you saying one of our shards, one of our warrior of light shards, is a super porksy? Is that what? Okay, no. I'm just saying it's, it, it's possible, right? Wow, I don't know. Porksies are interesting, though. Thinking back on our discussion of souls inhabiting, right? Non, not uh, what am I trying to say? Inanimate bodies. Mm -hmm. Because Porxies, well, minions do seem to be summoned and given a set of parameters as to, like, how they function and exist and serve people. My guess would be that there's some sort of extension of the original caster's mm -hmm. answer or, like, yeah. self in some degree, because we do well, see that, like... Minions, yeah, are, animal, yeah. minions are weird, because in a lot of cases, they're toys. Yeah, some of them well, are fine. But then, I mean, but then, like, you get, like, a cat that you rescued, and you're like, oh, okay, so that's not a robot that's actually like know. a cat minions are weird i think minions yeah. you just need to look the other way for i don't think I, that's ozima says if they heal the 13th will black mages lose their powers mm. no no i mean because i do think yeah black mages wield contrasting dynamic and explosive forces right so like fire and ice and mm. like i believe oh man i'm digging into my just lore remembrance library right now i believe a lot of the explosions and things come about because they like put those in friction with one another correct it's like an unleashing of those like forces or oppositions that create dynamic explosion oh my god i'm failing as a role player right now yeah, i don't i don't, I don't, I don't know play any magic, so yeah, i know yeah, a lot about white that. magic but not black you magic. sound like you know what you're talking about though i mean so <laughs> um, but but there is an extension of black magic mm -hmm. that does have to do with the void, oh, yeah. right? And like does have to do with um, void scent, et cetera, et cetera. Mock 
like use them to create an entire civilization, right? So um, this is I think why. it would just be a branch of it that wouldn't function anymore, but... Yeah, this is that... why uh, when we were going to the showcase and everyone's like, what jobs do you think they're going to be? I was like, caster, right? We got the ink mages, we got the void quest where they're opening portals to the void, we got... Yeah. I'm sorry, Aldia, no. Um, I'm so but, sorry. I mean, just because just because we fixed the first doesn't mean suddenly yeah. white magic's not working. The the places yeah. don't embody the ability to yeah. use that magic. Yeah. They yeah, they sure. are flooded with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. certain skills would be like you know like that, like summoning a void scent from the void would probably not function. <laughs> yeah, you know, or you wouldn't make. I mean, unless you, I mean, you could probably not necessarily make a void scent. You could yeah. not use something. I I really want us. Yeah. I really want us to like fix the void and then like just randomly cut to like some like mm -hmm. mage somewhere that's like about to like oh I'm gonna use my void scent on you and then he like opens up a portal and like Steve. a happy like little porksy comes like through field, or something a beautiful and he's like, field. like just like a like some flowers and you're like what the hell like what yeah, you to be really oh yeah we're really scared of your void magic there Jeffrey <laughs> oh. I mean Cosmo, if you want the story to be really dark, I mean, if the Void Scent are people and we fix the Void and it reverts what happened to the Void Scent, the Mass Carnival suddenly has a bunch of people. Like, yeah. Just oh. fighting people now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, just this, the, the Void Scent that are hanging around, like, you, you go through Hawk Manor hmm. and it's just people are there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, well. Um, but if they were all. Okay, if they were like that. And they were already brought here intact, and we fixed the void itself. We wouldn't have fixed their ethereal energy, right? It's true, right? Um, yeah. You would, you would yeah. have to like go to Hawk Manor and it's gonna be no. It'll totally be like like Power Rangers reference, Pook. Let's let's do this, right? It'll be that last episode of Power Rangers in space, where everything oh, like they destroy Zordon and every oh. Rita and Zed turn into humans, and it's great. It's gonna be it'll be just like that. Oh, All yeah. the void sent. Also, no, work to game brings up a good point. Oh, I was gonna say, work to game brings up a good point about the echo. Like, mm -hmm. is the echo something that is on loan from Heidelin? Right. Is the echo something that is a more intact version of our soul? Is mm -hmm. it an ability that the ancients had that is now just reawakened in us? I mean, yeah, that is another big question right. about that so, nature. My understanding of the echo from five point three, and I might be wrong, is that hearing the echo rem rem reminds the part of you that was there during the final mm -hmm. days of that moment. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that Heidelin being gone removes her. From what about every other time we what? use the echo, though? Mm -hmm. We we weren't in all of those places. Yeah, or were we? No, 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 no. Um, am I missing your point? <laughs> no, the the echo the echo is the moment of witnessing that moment that awakens your latent abilities because it's the Assassin's Creed thing. Okay, Genetic okay, memory. okay, okay. So, mm. so you're you're saying that that memory is ours, so we wouldn't lose the echo because we got it from that, not from Heidelin. Yeah, the, the, mm -hmm. yeah. Witnessing that moment is what awakens the abilities that you had when you were there. Okay. And, what it, yeah. and then, but we but we call everything we do with it the echo, which is really confusing. Yeah. Yeah, super, uh, super confusing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, like a... The blessing of light would be gone, though, yeah. because we would no longer yeah. be tempered by Heidelin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we do know that the Echo, well, we've learned that the pull. Echo does seem to be taking 
multiple forms, right? So again, like yeah. different abilities yeah. that likely the ancients themselves had. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, yeah, I always thought of like the memory echo being something that oh was my gosh. Yeah, like an ability that they had, or it was something about like the resonance of mm -hmm. like having existed together yeah. without even realizing it for, for millennia. <laughs> like yeah. mm -hmm. and being connected throughout all of those like fragments and iterations um yeah i mean that's a it's a it's a good question it's the one universal echo power is being able to mm -hmm. see the past through someone else's eyes yeah well, actually we might not even lose the blessing of light because like defeating the primals didn't save the tempered we'd have yeah. to choose to be untempered yeah you know i haven't we though already i'm trying to remember we lost the crystals yeah Midgard because Midgard Summer stripped us of it. Yeah. Which it's like, you is like, you don't need this right now. But yeah. We got yeah. Yeah. yeah, why do we have Porxies? Why can't we just use Midgard Swarmer? That's way cooler. He's sleeping. He's taking a nap. <laughs> He's sleeping. <sighs> maybe maybe, maybe we're helping Alice and her Porxies, like, untempered people, and we just, like, trip and, like, get in the way, and then we become untempered, and we're just like, whoa. What? What was I doing? Everything makes sense now. I'm never we doing like, another fetch quest. I've always wondered <laughs> since then if what Midgard Stormer did to us there was actually somehow separate us from some kind of possible tempering influence mm -hmm. by Heidelin. You know, because it's very... I remember the time I was so angry that he took my crystals and my special boy powers. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, like, yes, as you go on, like, obviously you reclaim some things. But as far as us, like going into our special mm -hmm. ambiguous space where we're like, hey, what's up, Mama Hadlin? How you doing? And she's like, hey. Like, we haven't done that in ages. Right. You know? So... I really want Midgard Stormer now in Endwalker. I mean, yeah. I would not be surprised if he yeah. shows up. It's a I'll great character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, it is interesting because I think, for me personally, yeah. with this Hydaelyn Zodiac shenanigan, I really want to talk to them yeah, yeah. i would yeah. love like, to hear it from you them. know i'd love to like actually because they are entities mm -hmm. and we know that many primals whether or not they are motivated like motivated by some specific fixation like they do seem to have their own voice and they speak and they mm -hmm. you know and we know heidelin has spoken to us so the, this idea of us just destroying them is really interesting. I, I don't know if that's what's going to happen or if they're going right. to cancel each other out or if they're going to merge or if we're going to absorb them and become, you know, like our own, I guess, sort of um, Shinryu-esque situation mm -hmm. where we wield the power of Hydaelyn or Zodiac. I don't, I don't know, but uh, it's interesting. I'm curious to hear what they have to say for themselves. Right. And... Whatever whatever conclusion they come up to for at least for the player character in the Echo is going to be really interesting because if you're a 1.0 character, it's a different story. Right. Because the 1.0 character received their Echo in that scene with, uh, was it Travail? Tra the, the, Tra uh, the guy. Travanche. Yeah, Travanche. That's what, because uh, because Yastola was there as well and the, the scene with the sky opening and the... Mm -hmm. Well, you get that. It, it depends on which city you are in, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, you received it there, and, like, in ARR, if you weren't a legacy character, then you received mm -hmm. it at a different time. It, we have to know what the Echo is by the end of the the end of the story of the star, I would I would think, right? You would We would have to learn that. That's something that I'm on the lookout for. Like, we need to know what it is. Wouldn't it be funny if they explain it to us right before they take it away? 
Right, exactly. <laughs> no, probably. I mean, so for all we know, right, it's related to the noise, right? I mean, what is an echo if not... <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yep. It's, it's true. true. It's a competing sound. Sound mm -hmm. versus sound. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Story <laughs> over. That's all the explanation I needed. <laughs> Yay. We'll see. Yeah. Words are so cool. Man. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that these void quests that we've been discussing today, they definitely do not seem like something that is going to play in in this next expansion. They definitely seem like something down the road. So these two being separate and these discussions being separate, I mean, that's two interesting things as we actually get through Endwalker to see what Endwalker sheds like what light this sheds for mm -hmm. what direction they could even be taking with something like the void or fixing it you know yeah what that will mean down the we road have to wait for which, these brings, which brings us back to like if we lose the blessing of light or we lose the echo then we do do we lose our our resistance to this sort of thing and can we not even go to the void to begin with right like oh that's yeah a good hmm. it seems like that would still have to be intact to some degree mm -hmm. to do this, right? Like, so yeah, maybe it is something that's separate from just Heidel and Zodiac. Or so maybe we became, away. this became a uh, void quest and whole lot of discussion about where we go. <laughs> yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe, maybe just, you know, through the duration of 6.0, we get uh, a tribe quest where we just basically control Porksy drones going into the 13th. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be down with that. I'd I mean, the same. You know, they're controlling drones, kind of. It, it just makes sense. I mean, sense. I've had to control Alphano, so controlling a, controlling a Porksy is pretty much, like... Mm -hmm. Wow. Random dig at Alphano. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Pook was done obliterating me for the day, yeah, so yeah, now yeah, I have yeah, to move yeah. on to the other white-haired characters and people. <laughs> you know. I love, I love I don't Alfie. Think, I don't think we're going to top that, yeah. I love I love Alfie, but, like, four, four-button control somebody yeah. else... Yes <laughs> or not? I mean, no. not always the most thrilling. I, I mean, it wasn't the, the Astinian roleplay mission, but you know, yeah. the first time we did get to control him, I was really excited. I will say that because it was the first time we've been able to do something like that in game. Yeah. It, it was hard. Like, it was hard for me to compose myself during that because Gaius was there, and it was just it was mm -hmm. such a beautiful <laughs> moment that that we've been waiting for forever. Uh, so Whose mask does Gaius have? It was hard. It was hard to play through the the tears of joy. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually true. I, I I was emotional during that Aww. scene. I was so happy. Either I'm not way, just like be... messing around. That was a real thing that happened. <laughs> You're being really serious about it. I'm so um, serious. When it comes to Void Quest, I want to see more of Unical High. He's he's yeah. longtime fan, favorite character yes. of mine. I'm glad that he finally got out of that office. Yeah, like he was so interesting. Like he's always been such an enigmatic, strange character. You know. Mm -hmm. And, oh, There's gosh, that. talk about things that, that just destroy you when you think about the fact that Elidibus might have seen some of himself in him. And, right, like, that, yeah. and elevated to power. Well, who... from what we know about Elidibus, Elidibus was around Unicalhai's age when he sacrificed yeah. himself to become the hardest right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think so, for me, one of the coolest parts of these quests is when you have Tainer and Unicalhai working to open up that portal. And they're, they're kind of working through. They're like, all right, no, we got this. And they stick their hands out. And then the World of Darkness music starts to yes. play. Yep. It was so um, good. It's just like it's like let's go. Like <laughs> exactly. Oh, so I good. loved that story beat. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I had totally forgot so we were good. talking about other things. It yeah, I had chills in that. You know, like, mm -hmm. and I am curious because from what we've seen, 
This was also something about the Void Quest I was I was going to mention. Um, I'm curious about what they're going to do with the uh, aesthetic, right? Because when World of Darkness came out, they have this very like specific aesthetic for it. We have this sort of uh, neon light, you know, yeah. the like neon lights that ribbon through everything. Well, energy drink, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's and you know like it actually it feels a little bit wowish, which is kind of yeah. funny to me. It's it's it gonna be like weird because yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's right going back to the the whole basis of Shadowbringers. It's like yeah, we didn't really plan to use Grahatia or the Crystal Tower ever again, but uh, here's an entire expansion based off yeah. of it. Yeah, we didn't really plan to go back to the World of Darkness, but. Uh, here's something yeah. that looks like a vegas nightclub i guess like i don't know what like i wonder if they're gonna keep very similar to that or you know what we're gonna see with this what came through the portals i mean the sort of culminating one is actually one who looks very similar to the same model of oh what is his name he's in weeping city he's the oh. necromancer he's the one who's on the ferdiad ferdiad yeah no not ferdiad Oh, oh no, name. the other one. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. Oh, oh the, the, the 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 chair the chair guy with where you got to stand guy. the boogers. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Booger man. He looks like Booger, 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 Booger man. I thought he did. Booger man. Mm -hmm. It's the the like culminating creature for that you pull out. For for there we go. The culminating yeah. creature that you pull out that like comes out of the void looks very similar to him, which I was I was kind of going. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, are we going to see some of those mock ties? I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Did Maki mages maybe go through? If they also pulled sure. things from there, are you there, know? Let's like, just let's just finish up Endwalker and let's just just go full on War of the Magi. Let's just yeah dive all in all of that. I would love give to. us Amdapur, give us Mach, give us give us Nim, give us some more Tonberries. We need crazy. more Tonberries. Oh give God. us some it more Doinkage. It's not beyond the, the realm of possibility. Every time they they drop something on us, so far they've had a super good track record of being like, "Hey, that semi interesting thing that seemed like a side thing but didn't have an ending. Here it is in the main storyline. Now, did you want to know? Look, more all I know that is that did? Koji years ago promised us more stuff with the Tamos. Um, <laughs> yeah, never never that. got that. Never got that. I still Maybe. think that it's going to be an icky, corrupt porcine. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're pink oh, and they suck. I mean, it's true. Oh my god. Oh no. The, the, oh, all, the, all, the, all the Atomos are just the results of corrupted, it's void, tempered pixies, porcies that we've sent in. Yeah. That we sent oh, in. We sent God. in, and because time flows differently, the yeah. ones that we're yep. dealing with are. So, so in 1.0. So in 1.0, when those Atomos would just show up at the Aetherite camps, those were actually Porxies that we helped send in. It's Porxies all the way down. Mm. <laughs> That's also an interesting point that I didn't even think about. It would be pretty wild if they sent us to the Void, and then similar to how time passed for Tainer, when we come back at the end... It has yeah. been like a time skip or something like that. Like that would be pretty wild if they did something like that. I was afraid I, of it I happening for Shadowbringers, actually. And what, and what do you and it. what do you mean the final yeah. chapter of this star? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm telling you, six point one, we get sent to the alternate future that we made that they uh, that they did in the, That's the write ups. Too. Yeah, we have the alternate future. So many ways to go. 
You want Lots a different planet? We'll put you on a different planet. You want to go back in time? Sure. Why the hell not? Like we. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of possibilities. Go, and honestly, go I it's was... like the Wonka Vader. We just up ways, sideways, left, like anywhere you want to go. Let's go. Anywhere you want yeah. it. That's the way you need it. Anywhere you want No. Yes. These quests are really good. Overall. And you're right. It opens the door for so many possibilities, even if we have yep. like a general guideline or idea. I was really surprised. I won't lie. When we started doing the role quests, I was going, fine. I guess these are fine. Mm, but yeah. having now done all the other stuff with the like medical mination, what that reveals, doing this part, it's honestly, I think that these are some of the most, like the quests that are the most worth doing. I think if you're going to put time into something, if you're going to try to level, and there's so many ways to level alt classes where you don't have to be freaking out or, you know, putting yourself into high anxiety situations where you're just like, I'm really bad. I just don't like this class and I don't really want to learn it. And I feel really nervous about it. Yeah. There's, I mean, really there, like, there's, I mean, and that's how I was able to get like Gunbreaker and scholar up. Right. You know, as scholar, not summoner, it's you go and you do deep dungeons and then you go into Boja and nobody cares if you're good or not because everybody's just throwing themselves at everything and whatever. It's a mess regardless. So you can cheese your way through any job. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> These are well worth, they're well worth doing. Um, I was surprised by how much we've gotten out of them. And if you are looking to be hyped for the possible future of the game, and also just to have some characters like really brought back in a satisfying way. I mean, I'm so glad they use these characters for ages. Everybody has wondered why Anukali has been moved, you know, to different locations, has gotten these little updates of dialogue. Um, and the way that it's all come together has been really cool. I mean, there's just a ton of possibilities to see how they continue to sort of build this story with these characters. Mm -hmm. In chat, Coughs uh, mm -hmm. Bro, the uh, animal weapons. Ooh, good point. Souls, souls and inanimate objects. Mm -hmm. Good point. The animal weapons are probably the only example we have in game that I can think of where mm -hmm. there is supposedly an independent soul that lives in an inanimate yeah. weapon or an inanimate object. Um, now, when it becomes the fairy, <laughs> this is me, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When well, we thought we were almost done. <laughs> Three hours you get, later. You get the minion. Yeah. That's like the fairy yeah. version. Mm -hmm. Is that supposedly... Is that still tied to the weapon itself? Or has it evolved to the point where yeah. it becomes a body? I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that really mm -hmm. messes with my head. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going we're gonna to make Unukahai one of... Uh, the, the, uh, put him in a kettle? Is that what we're gonna? Mm -hmm. No. Kettle Nexus will just. No, he's going in a ukulele. Kettle. No, we're definitely <laughs> gonna put him in a gun that's uh, that's attached to another gun. A uh, gun, gun. Yeah. gun. I mean, I have that. I'm ready yeah, to go. I Let's. Have, yeah. yeah. Great! Gun. So excited! I'm glad that we could figure out the true secret of the void. We're freaking quest off the deep end oh. here. <laughs> I will, just, I, will, I will just say about the void quests. Even if you haven't done them and you've sat here and you listened to us spoil them, go do them anyways. It's yeah. gonna yeah. be. It's going to be required at some point. We, we, we can't recreate no the feeling of that music coming in as they yeah. summon a hall. Yeah. Like, I feel, it, it, there's I feel some like really they good stuff they in there. They can't make it required. And if they do, it's gotta, they got to take they, the like, role oh, restriction yeah. off they, of they, it. They, the next, they really, either with 6.0 or 6.1, they really need to just accept that some people aren't going to be able to do all the story to that point. And they yeah. need to start with like a, a last time on Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I, I really one. hope because I mean really we know do. that they're doing we know they're doing roll quests again right with with yeah. Endwalker, 
They did and say the roles I, were shifting a little, right? They were gonna yeah, add. They were gonna add one more, I think, to range split yeah. range. Yeah, yeah. range physical is their own thing. And, yeah. and it, like, like here, like obviously the story it, it culminates like really well, right? Yeah. But there's also some really good shit in here that made the last leg of Eden Way maybe better. not so great. Like, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, oh, not okay. having this less than that. So they need to be really careful about how they put that information out there. I mean, we were talking earlier, all the fates on the first talking yeah. about the shadow keeper and all this stuff, but how many people actually noticed that? I, you know, it's, uh, it's, yeah, they got to be careful how they do it. And I, I definitely think that they need to not gatekeep, um, stuff like, this that can lend itself heavily to other content but at the same time right 14 is a narrative driven game um this is you know we're, we're in 5.0 mm -hmm. um you know it's not like things are gonna get easier right like you're gonna have time to level up other stuff theoretically so i i kind of get it but at the same time um uh, that barrier to entry i think is too much for uh story that i think is really important i think i yeah, agree with you i think I, we're going to be restricted right now we get to the next expansion they're going to break the restriction we'll be restricted in the role quest have the culmination next expansion they'll break it when we go to the next one just set the precedent i mean you don't you don't need to do all of them you just need to do one set I and guess, do the, the rest of time at the same time though i think that nullifies the whole decision for them to do these role quests right because it's like yeah. If the problem previously, right? So like if the problem previously with the job quests that we had that were unique for each job was one, that they just took too much development time to make unique quests for every single job, especially when there's more jobs. So there's that, right? And then two, the fact that many of the like quality levels of those quests were all over the place. And people did complain a lot of times that like one role quest could feel so important. Whereas another one, you were like, Mm -hmm. I might yeah. as well not even be here. The, like this we we got like the matter. one. We got the, the level eighty ones, right? For yeah. for Shadowbringers. And so, the few that I did were also copy and paste. Oh, where have you been? Oh, the first. That sounds kinda crazy. Here's this oh, really stupid yeah. thing. And like like the Dragoon one especially. It was like, you know, Nidhogg wasn't that bad after all. He had his reasons. Let's let's like remember Nidhogg. And it was like it was like a stupid like clip art show where they just had pictures and they kind of scrolled across the screen and it's like why even like bother that. at that point? I love it, no, that. It, it felt so, so cheap. So all of that said, I think that when they did these ones, right, they were like, well, if these have been the problems with role quests, then we should make role quests that are important somehow, mm -hmm. and that like if you do them. You, you know, get to get a taste of your class, but then you also get something that is, like, more of a reward for them. Which, I, again, like, I like, but I do agree with you, Fusion, in that, like, if we weren't going to have Apothecary be the new job, why did we do that whole side quest with the Apothecary? <laughs> like, I, it's cute. Oh my god, she's so cute. And yes, there's little tidbits about how the world is healing and stuff like that. But I would have almost rather have seen that time be used for like a history lesson about the Shadow Keeper sure. or something where you're right. Like you mm -hmm. are encountering this story in the main quest. You are getting it as a part of the context and lore of the world. And like, yes, we have tidbits, but I do agree that they're a little bit too out of the way. 
And then if you want more information or you want more to be revealed, you can do these other quests that are relevant yeah. to the fight, lore Fight your, your your anxiety of tanking and healing and, and mm. make yourself do that. And then we'll give you a few extra quests that yeah. explain all this other stuff that you've already done. I was going to yeah. say, um, and it's, it's been echoed a bit in chat now, uh, what they initially did with the MSQ is once you hit a certain level, you had to go make sure your role quest was done to get yeah. into the rest of the MSQ. I think if they'd have set these up so you got uh, Ciela's quest after you got your role quest done, mm -hmm. instead of having to do all four, it would have been better. Yeah. And I kind of hope that's what they do in the future. And I, I don't disagree, but I, again, yeah, it comes back to the importance of that caster quest over the other ones. Sure. Like you, I think you like. Yeah, yeah, you can but... do it without, but you really, I think you really need that caster quest to help oh, yeah. make but more sense it's of this. It's the culmination, though, of the relationship to yeah. her. So, I mean, like, yeah. again, because they, they featured it on each of those Warriors of Light, and then who she was, and how, and, like, her future story, mm -hmm. I think, was really set up with these. And so it's like, yes, I, it's just tough, because I don't mind that I had to level all the classes to do this, but I also know that it is something that will keep people from doing it. Mm -hmm. so, so people just don't have the time. Yeah, it's this yeah. Or the inclination. Back. Yeah, and that's fine. Like they don't have. Like yeah. you don't have to. Like you don't have to play any role you don't want to. I just, I, I do hope they structure this kind of thing a little bit differently in the future. Do I think they're worth doing? Yes. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you haven't done any of this, like we said, E10S is a fight. It's so out of the blue. <laughs> like, it's so weird compared to all the other ones. It's like, here's all these things of like yeah. somebody. Like, I, I got to, to E10 and I'm like, who or what is a Shadow Keeper and why should I care? And yeah. like, I had no idea. When you know that, that fight is incredible. Like, yes. when you know that you are reliving this point in time that was part of what led to what happened, like, and gosh, all of her mechanics are so cool. I know some people find them infuriating or boring. I don't know. <laughs> I loved them. I loved the interplay with shadows. And like the fact that she herself, through all of like the cutscenes, is almost their shadow. Mm -hmm. She is yeah. somebody who She's is not... literally yeah, the animation like... is her in the shadow sometimes. <laughs> like, it's so cool. And like then when you get that line with her where she says, like, I was the shadow keeper, but now I am the lore keeper. Or, or is it history? No, what is it? The, is it lore keeper? I thought this was uh, Yeah, it might be. The lore keeper and she takes the crystals and she, you know, has now taken That might have been. Story, story keeper? Story keeper. Yeah. Story keeper. And that was like, gorgeous. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But why was her fight in E10 at like I have so many questions like what I just why wasn't that like a trial where you like I don't know see the past or something and then you because it, it just doesn't fit and if you don't know what it is you don't understand how it even fits in the E E10 should have been like the the solo instance that you do when you do Sayella's thing like you had the the yeah. you know little solo instances for all the other ones that should have been the shadow keeper so Enough. My my perspective of the role quests themselves is the fact that um, they told the stories about a role, but I don't think they should have required you to be that role. None of the role quests yeah. involved yes. improving your skill as that yes. role. Yes. Right? Or doing anything that... You, there's no reason I can't do the caster role quest as a tank. Yeah. Nothing yeah, that is a very good point. That's a, a really caster, good point. Except the healer one. 
They, they make kill you the sleep The healer one does make you sleep someone, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which... you know, the caster one, you help open a portal, or, you know, you, you, you help with, but that's just ethereal. No, like the reason the reason I'm saying this is because I do think going forward the role quest should be tied to your role. That you do one, you complete mm -hmm. it. But if they want to give you story from the other ones, they should let you once you've completed your one, then go experience the others. Especially if they're going to be required for a mm -hmm. fifth quest or a sixth quest. I think only if they're going to be required for that. Right. Yeah. Or right. and hear me out. This is going to be wild. Mm -hmm. Just do away with the whole history of the role quest. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, Worked Again brings up a great point in the chat that they were meant to be an iteration of role quest. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. They didn't yeah. want to take something away from us and then be like, the end. But I almost would have rather had them devote developmental time to do, like, an actually really impactful, super cool level 80 one-shot quest chain for each of the different classes and then have this set of, like, bonus side quests which they could label as something i don't know the yeah. the lore book or the whatever like they could label these as some sort of new side content story content that yeah, you get and then they could say like the first or something you yeah know? chronicles of blank right yeah. like and then they could say from here on out we realize because we're adding more and more jobs to the game that we can't do this like unique job experience but we wanted to give you something really cool so that when you hit this level you feel good about it or whatever but from here on out, we will have bonus supplemental story, kind of like what that job quest used to be, except Chronicles of blank or, you know, whatever it is. Because it, yeah. I mean, they can keep it tied to role, but it just doesn't feel like it actually fulfills what role quests were even meant to be. Mm. And then it does keep people from really good supplemental story. That's fantastic and that deserves to be seen and to get you hyped for future stuff in the game, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, and I'm okay if they go to the other side of it, where the role quests actually are just isolated stories that you play on those roles. But this is there's no way this is an isolated story. There's no way that the story yeah. of Eden is going to remain isolated. Mm -hmm. There's no way that like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and this is like, this is this is level four jobs to eighty, do four quest lines to do a fifth quest line. And complete the Warring Triad to mm. unlock this this quest series. Then do this quest series to know something that is very, very important to the world and is very important already in an Eden fight. Mm -hmm. To me, I think the Eden part is the most egregious because if it doesn't directly lead into the next expansion and you remove the restriction before we get to a point where we need this information, then I don't I don't really see a problem to me. And also, I'm the only person on this panel, honestly, who did not complete these. I just watched them. I don't even <laughs> care. Like, it doesn't mean that I can't see it. You know what I mean? That's right, yeah, my yeah, fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. You know, it's, it's, it's fan, so funny, you know, thinking back to, to when we did our review for 5.4, and I was like, man, they had this great opportunity to like go and talk about like the void, mm -hmm. and now it's like, oh, the Shadow Keeper was from the void, right? <laughs> I think, but I wouldn't know that, right? How could I, I? Timing is the most egregious. I don't, I don't know that. You know, I don't want the aspirational content to be gone to make you want to do this. Yeah, you know, that's that's something good. But if they remove the restriction next expansion and it's not until 7.0 that we go there, does it really matter too much? It's my question. You know, like it sucks not, right now that you don't not have with the Not with the Eden tie-in. Yeah. I think that's the thing. They yeah, got to be careful about how thing. they they block off these chunks of content. I hope they learn from that. 
Like, if they learn from that, then it could be possible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yep, we'll just have to see what they do with these yeah. in the future ones. I mean, yeah, it's they felt it felt like they very much wanted to tell a specific story for very pointed reasons, yeah. right? Which we're thinking are probably a next expansion or future mm-hmm. upcoming. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of shoehorned what they wanted to tell into Roll Quest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like that was fine. But it doesn't totally work, and it doesn't totally work with the pace of other stuff mm-hmm. and the placement of various content like the raid, right? Yeah. So it is one of those things where I hope that what we see for the iteration in Endwalker, maybe with these role quests, as opposed to being, yeah, something that's really important to the world, it is more about, like you said, the roles and your own particular relation to them and something that you have a takeaway on. I mean, we even talked in the past about these kinds of role quests like with them all having maybe some kind of similar journey or story, right? But then depending on what class you're doing them on, maybe you get some different cutscene at the end or different thing that you can do that makes sense of why Phoenix exists. Or that, Right, like, because <laughs> as a summoner, I le- legitimately hated the idea of role quest. Yeah. The three casters are, are so vastly different in lore that I, I it, it's a loss of identity that I didn't want to see. But the void quest at the end made me go, well... I'm okay with it a little bit more because you told me a cohesive story that had to do with all of the role quests together. If it wasn't for the void quests, I would still be very upset that we're going to have role quests next time. You know, like it, it just, you don't get that, that extra little identity. Like fusion, you're saying the drag, the dragoon quest was basically remember Nidhogg. None of what you learned in the last expansion mattered. They don't even talk about it. They're not even like, how can you do that now? You know, so to me, it's a loss of identity, but then they brought in this overarching story that I'm okay. I think the Machinus quest does a very vague nod to, oh, you've mastered new abilities of your own. Like, oh, now you're coming mm-hmm. up with your own technique. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's, I think that's not echoed across the other jobs right. and it should be. Right. White Mage um, always drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I even like some of the White Mage quests. Sure. But, I mean, this was a problem with even the role quest before, right? Mm -hmm. Like, some of them, the focus wasn't even on you. It's like, have this idiot to babysit, Paladin. (laughs) It's like, here's White Mage. And it's like, oh, yeah, great. You learned White Mage. You don't want to cleanse the taint. You you don't want (laughs) to cleanse the taint over and over and over. (laughs) Like, the taint is fine, but I wish I actually had a personal journey with it. Like, I wish it wasn't just like... Here's another little waif that you picked up, and mm-hmm. you're going to teach about conjury now. Right. It's like I wish that I was having a journey with white magic. I wish that I had to go communicate with the elementals, and even if that meant that like you were a weird, rare exception because you're not a podjol, I'm like I don't care. Right. Just like make it so that this actually this game is about me. <laughs> yeah, it's like it well because that's what job quests and role quests in theory should be it should be about your journey with the training and class that you are engaging with so to me those 80 quests they didn't feel like Mm -hmm. they weren't meant to be i don't even think i think that they were meant to be a little button that said this is the end of role quests so we're gonna let you see the npcs one more time and then you're like they're fine bye bye and that's Mm -hmm. the end (laughs) you know it doesn't feel satisfying Right, when when WoW got, uh, I believe it was Legion, and they got their artifact weapons and their order halls, their class order halls, mm-hmm. that was, you know, like, that's the moment, right? Like, I'm a paladin in this group of paladins. I have this 
legendary weapon. Roll quests are, like, we had job quests. Yeah, we had something that felt that way. Now that we have roll quests, it's more, yeah, I'm kind of in this group of nebulous people that beat things with sticks or sharp, sharp blades or something like that. So you can just work. We, 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 we met at a bar <laughs> and decided to go on adventures. Yeah. Kind of... I, I shoot from a range, but not with yeah. magic. So I'm not hanging out with the yeah. magic users. Mm -hmm. It was kind yeah. of interesting to me that uh, usually the main players in the role quests were not even the jobs that they were about. Yeah, right? Like two yes. of them were like archers. Like what the yeah. fuck? I didn't really what? mind it. I, I yeah. found it kind of interesting, but also kind of like, like, like you just said, what? Yeah. Yeah. Then I was the opposite. It annoyed me to no end. Yeah. It actually drove me crazy. Like I like the characters just fine, but I was like, I mean, I guess when it comes down to it, again, it had nothing to do with the actual classes. It had to do with the old Warriors of Light. So the healer role quest is about the healer Warrior of Light. But it's like, it makes, it gets this huge disconnect for you, even just with the people you are existing with mm -hmm. in time, in the present, to have have anything to do with who you are. Yeah. Like, and it's not even like you yourself, you know, as a healer, you're out walking in the world and then one of the cardinals appears and they apparate in front of you and you're like, oh my God, they were drawn here because we're both healers. And then, you know, you have this weird connection with them mm -hmm. and then you take a journey in their footsteps where you're like learning oh. what they knew. You know, it's yeah. not that. It's, it's, there's another instance of that. The, the mm -hmm. scholar quest is like that. Yeah. Your buddy there is a, is a, not a warrior, but I think he's just a marauder. Yeah. He's a marauder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, it could have been because of team building. You know, like, it's like, mm -hmm. I need yeah. a mage and you are a mage. I get that. Um, You're putting a team together. Yeah, I just miss that that <laughs> personal journey that the whole game is about, right? Yeah. The yeah. whole game is about that. But then we have the roll quests. But with the void quests, okay. I, I can, I can, that's a good trade-off to me. So if whatever they're going to do in the next expansion, it has to be just as good, right? That culmination has to be just as good. I don't know how they do that. I don't understand. Don't understand. Yeah. So yeah, we like the role quest, but also half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just again a dissonance in the way that they're right. like, presented. But the actual story. Yeah, the stories yeah. are great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Where would they? Uh, it's like where would they put it though? Mm. That people would bother to pick up this random quest. Right. I think you mark it just like you mark the bonus dungeon unlock stuff, right? Or like if we're talking about, it. yeah, like if we're mm -hmm. talking about like a Chronicles thing, like we were sort of tossing around earlier, I think you have it be something there. And like in the main story itself, maybe you have Graha or whoever say like, oh, well, I heard that so-and-so, maybe you should check that out while you have some time. And then like, you know, you can choose to go pursue that if you want or, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you have, like, people will do stuff if there's any reward. People yeah, did all any. the rocket chains just to get the, sure. you know, um, the serpent minion. Yeah. Like, I think people would do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scree? <laughs> Lost Scree. Barely. I mean, mm. I would do it. I feel like there would be a lot of people who would be like, mm -mm, don't care. But that's also the people who are going to be if, like, should what I if... the MSQ? Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> Yeah. What if Pandemonium is is the cert the thirteenth? Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I've already seen. I see in chat you mentioned they can't give it a purple plus because it doesn't unlock anything. I mean, I would argue that it unlocks story, but like I, yeah. crucial that's, story. That's the hard thing, right? It's it's at what point does you know how do you measure reward, right? 
like yeah it's just some story but it's like really important story um so even, yeah I even don't know. aside from learning about uh the, the warriors it gave you gave you a lot of context to the world like learning that there were creepos in the world who were breeding children for void yeah. portals learning how the dwarves treated people to take off their helmets the history of mm -hmm. overt a little bit you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get history yeah. there's a lot of stuff in there yeah just azuma do we have a ranged physical scion i don't think so no mm -mm. no I had thought about that too, the idea of maybe the Scions <laughs> giving roll quests out, but yeah, we are missing yeah. that ranged. Maybe maybe Graha gets a bow in. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he take up the bow again, but he mentioned not wanting to do it because he wasn't as effective with it as he was with magic. Yeah. yeah. What if he gets yeah. a magic bow? <laughs> what if what Bard if, goes back to what being if magic Uriange, What if Uriange switches? He doesn't need no, to no be they can't do that because they have to kill. They have to kill him before six happens. Shut up! So. Oh my god! He, does, he doesn't need to heal anymore because Alpha No switched. Look, if, no, if, they're, if they're gonna make oh, Fan Daniel yeah. and Xenos last into six at least kill Urianje for me. I will okay, fight so you. Here's, here's the next time I see you in person, oh we will fight. Here's all right. Well, so like five years from now. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. Orianji, at the start of 6.0, reveals to us that he's been deceiving us again, and this entire time he has not been a caster. And he is actually a dancer. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we yeah. talked about that. And what? I'm sorry. I was re I was reading in the chat. Uh... <laughs> it, it's fine. Uh... You didn't miss much. You didn't. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody talked about how Shadowkeeper was the one who planted the seeds of plague in Vobot. Yes, that's true. Yeah. 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 It's Terra Terra is keeping us on track here. Yeah. <laughs> it's it it's just such an insight to her character, even. As she was basically dooming the world, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's not. It's just one of those things where you make a whole new world and we go to it and we just see, like, through this keyhole, because we're doing our story, right? All the stuff that we touch is because we need to do what we need to do to save the world, right? But we don't go into the history. We don't go into, okay, so what was over there in the empty? Like, what was this place? Like, what was here then? And that's. That's why I don't think we can. I, I don't think we can leave the first the way that it is, right? Yeah, that stuff doesn't mm -hmm. even have names. Like they right. never even give like. Well, kind of. It, we get names when we move Eden there, and we're my dream plane. of a encyclopedia Norvrent. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, how do you even do it? This is not yeah. even enough, and we didn't get to explore because we were on the critical path, you know, to saving yeah. the world. Um, so it's just so much just will fall through the cracks, and that's why you know this has to be accessible as we were talking about i see yugiri possibly mm -hmm. or Hild hilda hilda would actually be an interesting mm -hmm. one, but i don't think she's ever going to leave ishgard yeah yugiri serves hien so thoroughly um yeah. yeah i mean we don't have one it's possible yeah. that we get some new characters i mean that's always a thing mm -hmm. um it's also very possible that I know people were saying in the chat, you know, maybe we get the role quest in Sherlyon or things like yeah. that. So they could be totally tied to some completely other thing we don't even know about yet with like different could, scholars or, you know, get our role quest from uh, the studium. Yeah. Well, we're going we're going to where the origin of dancer is, for example. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we could just pick up we could pick up a new person. <laughs> I mean, they obviously have 
stories and things like they could easily do it like oh you're following the path of this thing because you need to get this whatever you know like they could do anything they want anywhere almost um i i think that uh charlene would be the coolest though mm-hmm. that'd be the coolest place to get role quests i think but but right now right we have we know we we know we have razadhan um mm-hmm. so so like in theory right we get one more city yeah. do you want it to be charlene or do you we're not gonna have they're never gonna give us an actual like beast race scion i would love if they did oh. beast race aren't I a think, thing anymore remember we don't I do know, that now i know i know I, but please go i think i think the city's gonna be charlene because i don't yeah. think it's gonna be on the moon um because the moon's gonna be treated like the tempest was yeah like yeah. it's gonna be mm-hmm. his own like that oh. um okay. I it's as far as I could tell. Um, or the moon will be one dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, lunarians. no, please. One dungeon and one trial, and that is it. Do we have because evidence of reasons. lunarians already? Uh, I don't uh, think so. not in this game. I don't believe. Okay. I don't think so. But no, I mean, no. that was a thing. So yeah, 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 and yeah, we yeah. are kind of in the four expansion. We're about to be. So. Yeah. We're just bringing, so there bringing twins go. to the moon. That's never gone poorly. <laughs> yeah, never gone bad. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's the worst that could yeah, happen? Please. Besides everything. Um, <laughs> all right. I think we have exhausted uh, both the, the discussion on Void Quest and the speculation. Uh, welcome to lore crafting. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there anything else that we wanted to make sure uh, we brought up? Oh, I was just going to say that the, the Void Quest remind me that I, it's weird going into the Garlean capital and Bajda not being mandatory either. Right. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah, no, nothing else. Like, mm. I just feel like there is no such thing as side story in Shadowbringers. No, yeah, you're right. Even well, the y- you know, we're talking about. I mean, and that that's something that right we've talked about multiple times. The you know, coming into 3.0 with Alexander, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's, like, this big thing over here sucking up ether, but, you, you know, it, only if you have time. Um, <laughs> and and it, and it gets progressively better, right, with each expansion. Um, with with Shadowbringers, right, we got uh, we got Eden that really weaved in, but then we also got, like, Nier, and you're like, what the hell even? Okay, sorry. But with 6.0, both raids are going to be original, 2.14, and I'm so happy. So that's like exactly what I wanted. That was my wish list. Give us original raids, no collabs. Um, and so hopefully, right? I mean, this is, I think, story-wise, this is really the the only misstep, I think, that Shadowbringers has had is this, uh, this kind of gatekeeping on this information um, just because it's so important to... To Eden. both just the overall narrative of the first and Eden, yeah, Eden especially. So I think I think they'll definitely learn from this, and I think six uh, point will will be better. Yeah, yeah, and it's still like it's worth doing. Like we were saying, absolutely. I mean, even it's if you so feel good. a little bit intimidated about getting those classes up to level, it's always nice to have a few extra classes in your pocket, like that you can just use for. Whatever I'm, you I'm might not going to be able to hear that World of Darkness track anymore without thinking of that one cutscene. Like that, that's oh, just how yeah, great it was. So it, was. it was so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I can't wait to see what this leads us into mm-hmm. with the future of the game. And, the you know, these characters, I think, are so interesting, too, and complex. And I can't wait to see how they kind of interact with each other. And right. if they get a sweet glow up 
and how good their new designs will be, their outfits. That's really key because we all know that Glamour's the real end game. It's, but overall, the story yeah. seems really promising. To me, I just, I love the Void Quest because it makes me feel like... We'll be Zen is, like, really trying to dig for something right now. Something. But it makes me feel <laughs> like we're going to come back to the first because I think it would be such a huge waste to leave it. I mean... They're, the, they're uh, not going to. They can't. Right. The way that they, they wouldn't have set this up if they were exactly. going to just but leave it that way. There wasn't any Void Quest, we would not feel that way. Rain is right. not going to be a one expansion right. character. They don't just drop Rain. Right. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is they're going to keep going into the lore of the first is what I hope, right? I hope mm -hmm. that getting the void open exposes us to more of the lore because I think the first is such a missed opportunity if you don't delve a little bit deeper. Well, I mean, me. and, you know, we talked about it earlier, right? Square loves their dualities. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we've had, uh, you know, Heidelin, Zodiac, we've had... Um, for Dola and Suyu, I mean, they, they, there's always some kind of duality. Reen and Gaia. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if they want to do the 1st and the 13th, okay. But don't do the same thing on the 13th that you sure. did on the 1st. you got to mix it up a little bit. No, I'm just saying we're going to get more 1st I don't even care about the 13th. I don't, whatever, Void, cool. Wow. Tell me more about the 1st. Shadow Keeper lore, give me all of that. That's, That's what not what saying. we're talking about here today, Aldi. We're talking about the 13th and how awesome it's going to be. But you asked if I had one more thing to say, and that's what it is. Like, I love okay. all the void stuff. Well, that'll that'll teach me. I guess I just yeah. won't do that from now on. And... <laughs> I got a paper cut. Aww. Oh, so so I, I, I need to ask Zen, what what were you trying to find over there? Because the, you, you, the, you had a you had a face. The little paper that has the uh little minion on it, the little bunny minion. Yeah, so they did uh, in chat was mentioning the fact that the um Minions that are coming with FanFest are, they're from 4? No, 4. four. four. Yeah. Yeah. They're from 4. Which is also the one where Pandemonium the Castle is, correct? That's 2. Oh, that's yeah. 2. Yeah. Oh, but, but Lunarians, which are the bunnies, are from 4. Yeah. I haven't played 2 or 4. so this It's because me. 2 and 4 are named the same in America. Technically, there's the swap. That's the weird thing. 3 yeah. and 2 and 4 are, yeah. some people, if you're in America, call 4 2. What? That's why it's weird. Yeah. 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 Did you not know this, Rick? No. Yeah. They didn't that bring us. So, so yeah, yeah, because because it was Japanese, they didn't all get localized. So, like, yeah. when 3 for the DS came out, that was the first time that NA audiences had actually played 3. Because yes. before, yeah. Final Fantasy 2 for NA was 4, and Final Fantasy 3 in NA was 6. Was 6. Yeah. We didn't get 3 and 5. Yeah. Oh, I had yep. no idea. Interesting. Yeah. So oh, that's why okay. it's like, you know, the pandemonium being from real two on the NES and the moon being from actual four on the SNES. They're kind of doing like this double reference. It's kind of cool. They're both they're both the same game. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> that is actually super cool. I had no idea about that. And that does feel really intentional to then like bring those two that have been mixed so, you know that's such like a koji thing i feel yeah. it's like such yeah. a like they localization it's like we weird. could just take yeah because yeah. it's the, you know the same and you know sam raimi samurai spider-man yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally oh so there you go all right i think that is gonna do it <laughs> sen's got all sorts of looks on her face today <laughs> I can't. I found like three or four other ones. 
I don't throw the little papers away. Why I don't were you? Know why, why. So why? Why were you trying to find the the naming way? To be like, does it say Lunarian on it? Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, he is from the moon. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little bunny from the moon because mm -hmm. in Japanese mythology, rabbits are oftentimes affiliated with the moon, right. and I believe there's mm -hmm. some myths about them um, actually making. Is it mochi? Yeah. I think it was... Uh, my, my wife, I think, explained this to me. Where, uh, you know, we, we see a man on the moon. Mm -hmm. yeah. In Japan, they see a rabbit on the moon. Yeah, ah. yeah. So there you go. I think that's I think that's what she told me. Don't don't quote me on that, but if you want to feel smart, feel free to repeat it. Run. <laughs> that's behind it. it. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Brooke got it. She's like... Mm -mm. What? What happened? Okay. So that is going to do it for us today. Pook, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm no, sorry this that this took so long. I'm sorry about the oxen. Um, uh, no, they, they, you know what? We'll, we'll, the, the oxen will be reborn into new oxen. At least you didn't <laughs> die from dysentery. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have to We didn't have to ford any rivers or anything there like that. There you go. Because it was winter. There you go. It was a yeah. long journey. Uh, it was worth it. <laughs> Pook, uh, let everybody know where can they find you. What do you have coming up here? You can find me anywhere uh, on the internet at Pukajutsu. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know. TikTok. Actually, I actually have a TikTok. I don't use it. Um, I, coming up uh, tomorrow, I'm actually going to be collaborating with Cool Story Corey and Papu Komi to do some uh, primal farming on nice. Primal. That'll because be so fun. Not enough primal people on primal. Uh, and you can find me <laughs> over on my channel five days a week. Okay. Uh, as for the rest of us here, uh, you can email us, radio at gamerescape.com. You can find us on Twitter at radio. You can find us on Discord, discord.gg slash gamerescape. We have an radio channel on there where you can come and talk to us about the show. Uh, we also have a Final Fantasy XIV channel on there as well. Uh, so feel free to come in and chat about the game. You can also find us on uh, Twitter and Facebook as Gamer Escape. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you here next time. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, Rook. <laughs>